What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the SoCo Show. It's episode number 196, and we are live. This is our monthly live show right here on the JBuck Studios YouTube page. Uh, this, of course, is the voice and the face of the co-host, Cody Michael, and I'm joined, as always, by the SoHost, Seth Ott. Hello! There he is. Wow, that was a frightening entrance, a little bit surprising. <laughs> Keeping it dark, keeping it, keeping the 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 mood low. Ooh, everybody, drop into your baritones. Let's get sexy. Uh, here, <laughs> here to help us bring the uh, bring the intimacy to this podcast. At Jared Buckendall. Hey, time to get sexy, ladies. <laughs> I got nothing, man. I got nothing. <laughs> I can hear I can hear the effort in in dropping your voice down, and I can emphasize I can empathize. Like I just don't I don't got the sexy baritone like that does. I it really takes a lot of like mm -hmm. to get myself down. Uh, yeah, <laughs> get real down there and deep, like boy. Oh no! See, to, to, to me that sounds deep, and I'm sure to everyone that's watching and listening, they're like, okay, that sounds like his normal voice. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds different, like you have an accent on but not necessarily deeper, which I'm not a vocal coach or anything like that, but I don't, I don't even know really how to make your, how to make your voice deeper. How I to guess make it deeper. It back, move it back into your anyway. butthole. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, there if anything, it would be louder oh, if it's going that way. <laughs> Might be pretty gnarly. What's up? We got uh, Kyle is in the chat. What's up, Kyle? My little brother hanging out. Let's see who else is in here tonight. I think, we, it was funny. We had an interesting conversation uh, the other day. We'll talk more about Vegas uh, as the show goes on, but um, uh, an interesting conversation about, around voices uh, and, and whether or not to change them. And uh, I mm. uh, I decided I'm not going to fucking make my voice any lower for anybody. So those people yeah. need shit. And uh, you're going to have to keep listening to me like this. So uh, you can do the editing on your end. Uh, Dan, Deal with I know, it, is a people. big lover of the voice. He, he doesn't like how I smell, but he loves how I nope. sound. We got Abby Belvin in the chat. What's up, Abby? Gonna have a good group tonight. I think it's gonna be fun. Um, lots of really good stuff tonight. We are gonna recap our trip to Vegas this week. We're gonna talk about some movies that are upcoming uh, a little bit later this year, and got all sorts of other goofy shit um, that we're gonna get into. Geekly Gods or Geekly Goods wants to know uh, if we saw Army of the Dead. We did see Army of the Dead. Um, I actually saw it in Vegas, uh, which was fun, and uh, we'll talk about that. We'll have a review for that. Um, later on in the show. So look forward to that one later on. Geekly will be reviewing um, Army of the Dead as well as a couple other movies that we saw. So many movies weekend. and TV. Yeah, Isn't we there so much Co shit coming out. Cody was watching Army of the Dead in Vegas while Jared and I were hanging out with a couple uh, couple <laughs> ladies of the night. <laughs> a couple ladies of the night. Yes, they were. <laughs> ladies of the afternoon. You can get them. On <laughs> yeah. While you guys were off uh, taking advantage of all that Vegas has to offer, I was watching a movie. Which <laughs> <my> <laughs> oh man! Well, lots more, lots more to be told from the wacky, wacky tales. They're not that wacky. Not to give it all away, but <laughs> our, our relatively low-key Vegas vacation. We'll give you the highlights of here in just a little bit. Lots of other stuff to get into as well. Um, before we dive into anything want to give a couple of highlights here. So the first thing, 
want to announce for all of you, our next live show is going to be on June 17th. That's four Thursdays from now, Thursday, June 17th, right here on the J Buck Studios YouTube page. At Jared Buckendall. So put that on your calendar. Don't miss it. Abby, make sure you put that on your calendar. I know you do that. <laughs> Everybody else who's listening, if you don't usually put us on your calendar, we hope you will do it this time because on 617, our next live show is going to be episode number 200 of the SoCo show. And we are super excited. We're going to be celebrating. We're already, we're already working on that show. And we've got a lot of things to celebrate and a lot of things to talk about. And we're going to have some pretty major announcements yep. about the show um, coming up on episode 200. So really today, what we can do is make a tease that you're not going to want to miss our 200th episode, which will be live June 17th. Again, that's right here on the J Buck Studios YouTube page. At Jared Buckendall. What I can also say is, the, I, I, I wasn't able to confirm this yet, but um, what I will say, and maybe we'll have NPA join us at some point during the show today, we should be expecting some new music between now and that time. Um, I, can't, I can't be any more specific than that yet till I get his go ahead, but um, keep an ear out for some new beats uh, coming between now and that live show. So hopefully by then we'll have a number one hit on our hands, at least. Dan's dropping in there. Uh, Dan, Dan did mention Abby. We talked about you a couple weeks ago on the show, um, going through your first MCU watch, which it was completely surprising to any of us that you had made it this far without seeing anybody. Um, <laughs> interested to hear your thoughts on what you're seeing so far out there. It, that's one of those things that would be really fun. It's like a lame question to ask people, but if you could like take your memory away of having seen a thing and watch it again for the first time. I don't know if the MCU would be my first choice, but it would be one of them. Civil War. All right. She's, I mean, she's pl she's plowing through these movies. What is there, 23, 24 now? Making some serious headway if you're yeah. to Civil War in the last couple of weeks. So hopefully that means it's going well. Civil War is, was one of my favorites the first time through. Um, so hopefully you're digging that one. And we'll be interested to hear when, uh, when you get towards some of the later ones what you think because they, they get pretty fucking exciting. I'll, I'll tell you that. Oh, man. Let's see. So we got things kicked off. We announced the show next month. More to come on that stuff. How are you guys feeling? You guys ready to rock? Are you guys worn out from traveling home yesterday? Are you feeling tired tonight? I am. Oh, I'm yeah. Fucking beat. Yeah, hopefully it's not too apparent to uh, the watchers, listeners, but I, I definitely feel like there's there's a lack of energy running through us three. Yeah. I've been, nice. I've been dragging. I've been dragging ass all day. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't know. I mean, I, I guess we'll talk about uh, Vegas a little more in detail later, but we can kind of at least tie it into this. I don't know about you, Jared, um, but uh, I think part part of my uh, dragginess uh, is that is due to the lack of nutrients in my body from uh, the the night before. I guess the morning uh, that we left. So yesterday morning. Why? What uh, happened? <laughs> well, did you um, not have breakfast, dinner, anything? I'm confused. I, I lost prior night's dinner. Um, not oh, because at the tables downstairs. <laughs> not because uh, of too much drinking no uh this was both jared and i had a reaction to what was a delicious meal going down not so great going up uh it was a, a barbecue <laughs> joint um which it's delicious i i, I will tell you go yeah. if you're in, in vegas actually check this place out it's called jesse ray's barbecue very very good um we all had basically what is considered what looks to be like a a, ca a, a casserole of barbecue food in a way it has like a base uh 
to it. Uh, so you could get like mashed potatoes. Jared and I, I think, I think we all got mac and cheese in there. Yeah. Um, yep. Uh, pulled pork on, on, I think Cody and Cody, you and I had that one with the pulled pork on it, mac and cheese, all kinds of barbecue sauce. There might've been some bacon in there as well. Um, it, it was delicious. A lot of it. It's a whole tray that comes out on a, on a huge tray. But Jared, at, at yours was a little bit earlier in the night. What around twelve thirty or so? It, I mean, it hit you. I, I don't want to brag to the fans out there, but I have had my fair <laughs> share of tossing cookies, so I knew <laughs> it was coming. I I was like, I'm gonna you be just... respectful to Vegas. I'm gonna wait until we're to the room. And I was like, Seth, if you need to go in and do your business, I will allow it. Otherwise, I will be in and out in five minutes. Mm. Went in, did my stuff, came out, brushed my teeth, good to go. Went to bed. Yeah. Um, so luckily, because I was like, I can't sleep because the worst case scenario, I would have went to sleep, woke up at three o'clock and it would have been all over the bed. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um, but for me, uh, I, I slept through the night and woke up at about 5 a.m. And that's mm-hmm. when mine hit me. So, um, I mean, we had we had we had been drinking that day, but we had, I think by the time dinner hit and then we had a few drinks at the table and stuff, but. Yeah, I'm wondering if now now replaying the events, it's it's a combination probably of the food and the drinks that we had because we both yeah. did have the same drinks. Cody and it was hot that. as hell. Yeah. Uh, so we probably were dehydrated. It, there was probably a whole, but Cody didn't finish. He only had maybe half of his. So. Yeah, smart man. I'm still saying you should have well, lined your pockets with saran wrap and brought it into the <laughs> casino with you. Pocket pulled pork does not go over to <laughs> on a strip in Las Vegas. That's strictly well, an Iowa thing. That's the name of the episode wow. right there, Pocket Pulled Pork. Wow, I'm looking to go out and get some Pocket Pulled Pork this weekend, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's what you want to do. I think you're going to end up at home pulling your own Pocket Pork. <laughs> Doing it instead. Yikes. Mm, there you go. Um, Dan and, and Kyle were remembering uh, one of our previous... Was that last week's episode? Yeah. We yep, were doing... Yep. Uh, Foods we want to eat in Vegas. The Fortress. So, Dan, we did go to that restaurant, um, but we didn't get the Fortress, and I can't now remember it why. Was, well, the, it was limited. Was it or was it just yeah. crazy? They they sold out literally, like, right before we got there of the, was it the pork ribs or yeah. maybe ribs. back ribs? That's One of the was. two. Um, mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, they didn't have the actual Fortress. They had the insides. They didn't have the outside. Yeah. So, we weren't able to capitalize on that one, and... We didn't get the Ferris wheel. Kyle's he doesn't know how to spell Ferris wheel, but I, I can read what he's trying to say. Well, um, it's, it's the, named after the Anna Ferris wheel. Yeah, it's yeah. just her is face on the side is? of a ser- yeah. Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. She we has a residency. The Ferris wheel. We, uh, <laughs> her, she's right across the street from Bruno Mars. Uh, <laughs> Ferris is doing her wheel. Uh, we did not get the Ferris wheel. We were we tried to get we were going to get the garbage can nachos and we were going to get the fortress. The garbage can nachos we didn't get because the one night we were going to they closed before we could get there. And then the fortress they were sold out of. So we didn't have good luck there or at the gambling tables for that matter. I but did. we did have plenty of food. We did eat. We ate more than our fair share of delicious food. Um so it was it was pretty successful, I think, with exception to the the vomitory experience that you guys both had, but I didn't have to deal with that. So it was all good for me. Lucky man. I am a lucky man. I'm a lucky man. <laughs> we, uh, we appreciate y'all joining us here and, uh, don't forget to hit that like button if you haven't already. And we're going to fire things up here. We're going to warm up the old titillator and get into this week's titillating topics. Titillating topics. Uh. <laughs> 
All right. Um, I mean, we did enough talking these last few days. I don't think we need to talk to each other anymore. So nope. hit we're the sound or move to the next segment. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> use this time for the titillator as a moment of silence. Mm. Uh, for the next three minutes, we will do no talking. Okay, that was good. All right, titillating topics. <laughs> we're gonna fire up the old titillator. Give ourselves a topic to discuss. It's going to fire up our brains, get us interested in the conversation, get us quick and sharp. And uh, here we go. <laughs> Pull started. Pull Expert started. Vamping. Expert vamping. <laughs> <laughs> Top tier. <laughs> All right, hit the button. <laughs> All right. Time freezes for everyone, but time freezes for everyone but you for one day. What do you do? <laughs> well, <laughs> what were you we saying about pulled pork earlier? <laughs> <laughs> time for one freezes. whole day, huh? Everyone, time freezes for everyone but you for one day. Hmm. What do you do? Does everything still work? Like, can mm -hmm. I still use electronics and cars and all that stuff? Can we assume that? Yeah, I would I would say, yeah, since it says everyone but you. Like, Just... everyone is a person. But, um, mm -hmm. like, if some, like, if, if, let's say, like, there's, you wanted to go on a roller coaster. There's people on the roller coaster. You, you have to go with them being frozen, like, next to you. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say you have to go and, like take them off one by one no okay so you can move people while they're still frozen huh yeah i guess i don't know how it would work no you know what stuff doesn't move because if there's a plane in midair that, that thing's going down and a bunch of people are gonna die so everything's frozen in time hmm. for a day everything's frozen okay yeah. so that, that changes things for me yeah um gosh that's a it's a hard one though the very first thing that came to me, well, one, this is literally the plot to a Johnny Bravo episode. Um, <laughs> that's aside from the point. I don't know why that's burnt into my memory. Um, but I thought it'd be funny that anyone that was close by just to depants them. So then when they unfroze, the <laughs> down, I don't know why. That was the first thing that came to mind. Jared um, just spends an entire day depantsing a city. Yeah. And then it would make headlines like, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> mysterious depants are still on the yeah. loose. Um, otherwise, I was thinking like somehow get some monetary value. Like yeah. maybe. I mean, a whole day, like, okay, if we were in Vegas, obviously, you're loading up on chips. But then again, you'd have to, no. Because if you got all the chips, then you'd have to cash them in. Why not just go for the cash? Um, somehow get money, I guess. Um, because mm -hmm. in, a, yeah. in a whole day, what are you going to do? Take a nap? You can do that any day. I think taking, that would, uh, those are, you thought of the same two things that are the only things I can come up with. What, the pan scene? Put, and <laughs> money? I put them in silly, po silly poses, right? Yeah. Like, Go find someone like if Congress was in session, I would go drag Ted Cruz up to the front of it and pull his pants down and then put everyone else's cell phone and their camera on posed waiting for time to start back up so that everyone could take a naked photo mm. of Ted Cruz. Um, so I do that That's and hot. then just like put people in goofy, like put someone's dog on their face, um, you know, just dumb shit like that. But Cause there's not a lot you can do if you can't, you can't really drive or do much of anything else if things don't move, but it seems like you could grab up a bunch of cash. So I'd try to figure out a way to get into somewhere where, where there's cash. 
um, and and grab up. Yeah, it's like Kyle says, rob rob the bank. But like mm-hmm. other than those two things, unless you can operate machinery and shit, I, I don't know what else would be an option. Even maybe I'm just not being imaginative enough. Actually, I would. I think uh, Kyle here is saying uh, the guy's name is Rob A. Bank. That's yeah. What he's, that's what he's saying here. Oh, it's Joseph yeah. A. Bank's brother. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. See, I would take if if we could operate machinery, mm-hmm. which I think. I mean, if stuff is just frozen, you can still manipulate it. I think. Um, but well, yeah, maybe we. Were, I mean, we're pulling people's pants down, so obviously that's part of the rules yeah. that we've made up. I would like put a bunch of like known heated rivals into like a a, a like a just a, oh. a white room like no no features nothing and then just put like a sword in the middle of it and then I'd have like a camera in the corner and I would just do like <laughs> set up a series of like oh, wow. intense fights and lock it's to lock the door so they can't get out and so it's just written you're... in like fake blood on the side of the wall fight. <laughs> That's Man, you're, that's like a jigsaw type thing. So you're saying if you had one whole day of no one around you, you turn it into saw. <laughs> and then I'd sell the yeah. pay-per-view. Jesus. Damn. There's a lot of, there's other people who have had that plan include Jigsaw, as <laughs> the, the Joker, not notoriously uh, well-adjusted mentally, and then Shang Tsung from fucking Mortal Kombat, yeah. also not a positive character. Um but I guess more power to you as long as Thanks, it's getting man. out. In, as long as you can uh, stream it, it, it sounds like you'll become rich. Yeah. yeah. You can do that at least. And, and then, those people will think they just teleported there, which will be fucking fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I would I would write the fight on the side and then also uh, the SoCo show I'd write on the wall so we'd get free advertising. Sponsored it'd be by the, the it'd be, Yeah, it'd yeah. be the biggest thing, you know, because either people fight to the death or they, like, make up. That's the two options you have. Uh, so there's, there's a way out of it. So wait, so fight, Fight or no, there's no in between. It's either fight or makeup. That's all you. That's all you can do. And the audience judges. Maybe I won't do a sword. Maybe I'll do like, I'll put some like boxing gloves so they don't die. So it's the the audience votes. You want to commit murder now? Yeah. "Ah, Okay. Here we go. The audience votes. So they either vote to say like they won the fight. They beat the shit out of them. They win. They can leave, or they made up. They they agree that they made up, and then they can leave. So I'm curious here, if you are put into this room with your uh-huh. rival, what are you doing? Me? Who is your rival? I don't think I have a <laughs> Traffic? mortal enemy. A goose. <laughs> a goose. Yes. Yeah, you have five geese in there. With and you. if it's what a goose, uh, I'll, I ring all their necks. I get oh. them out of there. <laughs> You're not making up with the geese? There's no, I, no room for I lock the door. I lock the door behind me if I'm in there with geese. I'm saying, no, I, I don't need out of here. You guys are the one who need out of oh, here. You better run. There with You're you, locked huh? in here yeah. with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I think another I thing I was thinking, uh, I mean, obviously monetary is one, but I think it would be like try to go to a restaurant that you frequent a lot and try to get a black card or a gold card or kind of card so then you get unlimited food for the rest of your life. That would be a good one. Yeah. I think um, the – god damn it. I, did I just lose the thought? Oh, now I remember two things. One, um, I would take Seth and I would put him in a movie theater and I would tie him to the chair and I would start The Matrix. <laughs> Oh. He, he was just stuck there watching the matrix <laughs> with, those, with those clockwork orange things peeling his eyes open yep. I, I would get him in one of those and he would thank me for it afterwards um i think the other thing i would try to do is i would try to set up a, like a meet cute 
with with so, like I don't know like a crush or a celebrity or someone. Like I first I'd have to figure out where I don't know who for example uh, you know Brie Larson. So let's say we feel, uh, <laughs> let's say I can somehow figure out where Brie Larson is at the time that time got frozen. And it's it's twenty four twenty three hours of I, it. I can go like position myself like in like around her and then like be dropping something right when the time comes back on and then maybe she'll like come over and help and I can give her like a hey by the way I'm a time she's, traveler so if you want she's in, <laughs> she's in her she's in her living room and Cody stands there and like drops a, a cup of coffee or something like as Oops. soon as every everything pops back he's just standing in her living room I thought you were going to say you were going to go please. get her and put her in one of Seth's white rooms so then she's stuck in there yeah <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Oh, God, no. Love or, love or fight. That's You have yeah, two options. Love or, love or fight. That's the, and she uh, would kick your series. ass. <laughs> <laughs> she would absolutely kick my ass. And so um, that's not the situation. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, not trying to get in a fight with you, Brie Larson. Just want to take you out on a date. Just in case that First Kumail, now Brie Larson. Jesus. Kumail, I will fucking fight. If you put me oh, no. in the void with Kumail... There's one coming out alive, There's and I'm going to be in the sequel to Eternals. I'll tell you that right fucking now. Me and Kamel got beef that he is unaware of, so we got more beef than you guys <laughs> that you guys sprayed all over our bathroom in Vegas. Oh, oh no, no. <laughs> yeah. Yuck. Dan brings up a good point. I I do work for a bank, um, and if you worked at, if you've worked at a bank as long as I have, uh, it's it's really hard to not let your mind wander. Um, and I have to stop legally. It's at that part of the sentence. So, uh, yeah, that, that was my, that was my first thought. Um, Kyle bringing up Joy Taylor from, um, Fox, Fox sports. She, she may also be, a, um, one of my meet cute destinations if I do get the time travel ability to do so. No, I thought he was saying Anya Taylor joy, but just didn't know her full name. <laughs> That's a fair assumption for Kyle, but uh, in this case, <laughs> in this case, it was right. <laughs> Joy Taylor, that's Anna. A, that's a that's a fun one there, Chef. Um, what do we got? What would you do? Drop in the comments. Let us know what you guys would do, if not those things. If uh, time froze, if you if you were in a clock stoppers situation, um, what would you do? But for us. That's what we got this week for our titillating topic. Titillating topics. All right. We turn forward and we go to the tweet machine. We're going to check in with WWE legend, the Iron Sheik. These are Sheik tweets. I call you a punk. All righty. Iron Sheik, breaking the news, telling everyone what's up. He says, just announced, colon, shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> this just it. Damn. Now he's doing news broadcasts? He is. Sheiky news. Um, he actually, this week, I haven't watched it yet, but he was... Um, so WWE's been doing this show recently where they go find old memorabilia for wrestlers um, and then like try and put it in a warehouse or they're going to do a Hall of Fame or whatever. And Iron Sheik was one of the... He, him and Sar Sergeant Slaughter were the people this week, so they went and found some Sheiky stuff. I was going to say, did they find his mustache? <laughs> <laughs> That's never leaves. Huh. 
So what it's kind of, of like... Uh, I haven't watched it yet. It's wrestling oh, yeah. mixed with... Uh, what's that one show of those two dudes in Iowa that find antiques and stuff? American Pickers? Yeah, there we go. Yep, yep. it's basically that. Because, yeah, the, um, there's, a, there's like a main guy who helps them. Um, he's like an aspiring wrestler and also like is a collector. Mm-hmm. And so he uh, travels with the wrestler of the week, so... Like Booker T or Undertaker, or I guess in this case, I think Sergeant Slaughter. I don't think Shiki's moving around too far nowadays, but um, yeah, it's actually a pretty interesting show. I've liked liked uh, the stuff I've seen so far. Pretty pretty fun. Good I stuff. I can tell you, I this is probably going to be hard to believe initially, but I have a story about the American Picker guys. <laughs> like you know um, them personally? I mean, no, it's like a. I guess it's like two people removed from me, but I know someone oh, wow. has a personal experience with those guys. Um, so my mom had a friend, has a friend, I imagine still, um, who had an antique shop in Iowa somewhere. And the American Picker guys came to her shop and they did the whole thing. You know, they showed up, did their cameras, did all the haggling and all that shit that they do with the people on the show. And then at the end of the day, they went, all right, cut, show's over took all of the shit back off of their truck that they had bought from her and just gave it back and never bought it. Uh, they all, they were only doing all of that to get the footage of it. They never actually were even buying the shit. What the fuck? Uh, wait, wait, wait. So I, did, they literally were like, pay for it. Here's the receipt. Return it. I don't know if they had like a receipt, but you know, like when you're watching the show, it'll say, we'll give you 50 for this, even yeah. though we know it's worth $2,000, which fuck you guys for doing that. But um, they say that, and the person agrees. Yeah, I'll give it to you for twenty or whatever the hell. And they load it up on the truck, and then at the end of the episode, they go, "Here we go, we got all our shit." And they close the door and they drive off. Well, they just went around the block and came back and dumped all the shit back out. Of the truck. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> We're not paying you for any of this. And um, I don't know so if that's something fake. they always did. Well, I, well, yeah, it's definitely all fake. Like all of those um, reality shows, especially the ones on History or A and E or whatever the fuck that one was on are so produced like um it i don't know if they did that with everyone i don't know that they actually never bought anything but i'm not surprised to hear it happened at least sometimes right because they always found a bunch of shit like that's hard to Mm -hmm. believe every time they were finding stuff at these places maybe that yeah it's kind of like um uh pawn stars it's kind of like that like that shit doesn't doesn't just happen every day someone brings Mm -hmm. in a baseball card from the 30s that just doesn't happen Mm -hmm. um and they probably don't buy a lot of the shit that they talk about buying either on that show i would bet so tv is fake that's now now that you say that uh i don't know why but my brain wants an american pickers but millennial version where they're going around and buying like a sega or pokemon cards or like a dreamcast or something like that um Splat, just like toys to- yeah toys that we essentially Pogs. grew up with in uh toys r us essentially hell yeah <laughs> so that sounds like he's listing uh uh, uh different uh different pages <laughs> on on the hub but i think oh dude I let think me get some idea. of the pogs splat gag gag and pog those are my favorite three favorite categories on porn hub <laughs> we should uh we should here's what we'll do we'll get uh, we're gonna need the wankers on this. So if you guys are listening, um, we're gonna need some wanker support. We need to buy Jared a white van, and we're gonna put in search of pogs on the side of it, <laughs> and then he's gonna drive it across the country and find uh, Sega Genesis and whatever else <laughs> was on the you list. Know, you know how millennial pickers. Y- you're saying this, and 
I got nothing going on. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the pog man. Yeah, I'll be the pog master. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the pog master. Uh, well, there you go, folks. Uh, send us a send us some cash, Ola, and we'll get Jared in this van. Probably be arrested <laughs> in about a week, but um, it'll be fun to watch. We'll make sure there's some cameras there for that. <laughs> there we go. Abby's in support. She's going to bump up her contribution. Thank goodness. We're going to get that van, baby. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. If you're out there and you've got a Sega Genesis and you want to meet Jared, uh, send us an email. Yeah. <laughs> drive his van to your please city. someone please someone send right in i have a sega <laughs> come over to my place oh and my play God. sonic you could you could really be meeting some really cool people i'm sure there's a lot of um I'm sure there's a lot of cool is there. a broad term there <laughs> <laughs> well ooh, i think we're cool so i guess that's um Oh, we got Dan. Dan's got an N64 in Kansas City. We drive Dan, down what color? What color are we working with here? If it's jungle green, I'll be there tomorrow. There you go. Let's know what color that one is, Dan. While Dan's dropping that color in the chat, we got to give a shout out to the Iron Sheik. This just in. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> I call you a punk. All right, here, let's shout out our sponsors. First of all, audibletrial.com slash SoCo. Hit the link in the description box. You're going to get 30 days of Audible and your first book for free. Also, Mathis Designs. Go find our friend Steph on mathisdesigns.com for all your stationery and graphic design needs or to commission a piece of your own. Get that piece. Get that piece. If you want to get yourself a piece of Mike's wood, we, we got a message from Mike beforehand. Shout out to Mike V, who is listening to the show today from his workshop, working that wood as we speak. Shout out to Mike V. If you want to get yourself a piece of his wood, head over to etsy.com slash shop slash cornfed and wed to get your wood worked. Oh, Mike. Oh, Mike, indeed. <coughs> if you're looking for some hot beats to listen to while you're, uh, while you're working on your wood or... or <laughs> pull it on your pocket pocket. <laughs> get over to Spotify and you can find NPA who is on the page here. Also Friday after class, which is NPA and Jack on the weekends. Friday after class also will be putting out very soon Glizzies for Breakfast featuring your boy Lil Seaman. That's going to be coming out um, in the next few weeks. Hopefully we'll get you an exact release date here soon. Um, so listen to those guys if you're looking for some a little comedy, a little rap, a little hip-hop. Uh, lots of good music options over there on the Spotify. That's why I sleep till noon. And, of course, Room 56 Studios. This is the partnership between NPA and our very own Jared Buckendall. And what the guys are doing is helping you take your creative idea and make it a reality. So if you've got an idea for a web series, for a YouTube page, TikTok, whatever it may be, and you need help with your graphic design, video editing, audio editing... Uh, anything to take that idea of yours and make it into something tangible, head over to room56studios.com and talk to the guys so they can get you set up. Waka waka. And last but not least is Anchor. This is our podcast hosting service. Uh, for the folks who are listening to the replay, you're about to hear an ad. But for the folks here, we get to skip that part. Yay, you don't have to hit your skip 30 seconds button this week. Um, Anchor is, among other things, the best place to get in touch with us 
for the show via voice messages. So if you want to head over there, click on uh, leave a voice message and you can record, ask a question, ask us to settle a bet, give us a hot take, let us know what you would do with uh, everybody else frozen in time beside yourself. All of those things, uh, you can give us a shout out by voice message on the anchor page and we will play your voice message right here on the SoCo show. This would be a great time to go leave us a voice message because we're, we're looking to uh, have some voicemail to share from you, the listener, for our big 200th episode next month. So if you want to give any shout outs to the show, if you want to tell us how horrible these 200 episodes have been, um, or if you want it, well, I, whatever else, uh, leave us a voice message over these next few weeks and you'll hear it on next month's show. All right, here, who's, oh, almost forgot our anchor wankers. Let's get them Wanker. Uh If you want to become a contributor to the SoCo Show, head to the anchor page, click that support button like these fine folks have done, and become an anchor wanker. Wanker. Which is the support amount that's right for you, a dollar, two dollars, five dollars, whatever it is, we certainly appreciate your help in keeping the podcast going and growing, uh, and we really appreciate this list of folks who have already chosen to do so. Um, those of you who are already wankers, just so you know, Wanker. a lot of work uh, is going on behind the scenes right now to to put together some pretty exciting things that are going to be coming that we'll be announcing next month. So we really appreciate your support, especially lately. If you've been thinking about becoming a wanker but haven't yet, Wanker. now is a fantastic time to do so. Uh, we'd really appreciate you joining up. And of course, even if you're not a wanker, you're helping out the show Wanker. just by listening to this. So we appreciate you doing that. And the best way to help us out is to help us grow this audience by uh, by sharing out this episode. Share the link to this video with some friends. Help us grow the party a little bit and help us grow that anchor wanker number wanker. as well. Uh, be- easily best way to support the show. So thank you all for all of that. Round of applause to our existing anchor wankers. We appreciate you guys so much. And we get back into things with, uh, with one of these. What? There you go. That's for our anchor wankers. That's awesome, buddy. Wanker. Those are awesome, baby. And uh, yeah, we're gonna roll into some more show. We got a lot of a lot of fun stuff here. We're gonna kick things off by looking forward to the rest of 2021 at some of the new movies that we can expect. We're gonna do this in a format we haven't used in a little while. We're gonna get into a Mambo number five. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo number five. Ten. So it, it's it's been a little bit since we did one of these, but uh, Mambo number five is where we are gonna create a countdown list. Jared, Seth, and myself. We'll each have a list, and uh, it's a pretty simple topic this week. We're, we're looking at this, the release schedule for the rest of the year, picking out our most anticipated films of 2021. Uh, I think what stuck out, stuck out to me as I was looking at this is a lot of these things were pushed back from prior years, and so there's a lot of that kind of um, oh anticipation that is added because some of the stuff was meant to have come out a year ago or more. Um, and then there was also already a bunch of place where it's going, where things were already going to be coming out in 2021. So it's a big log jam of movies. We've already been talking amongst ourselves about with, it seems like with this last week with Jigsaw and, uh, or Spiral and Army of the Dead, seems like we're in, we're in it now. Mm-hmm. And every week now, pretty much every week now through the end of the year is just fucking packed with new stuff. I was looking through IM, IMDB's upcoming release schedule and there's a shitload of movies. So... I imagine we'll have some overlap, but I hope not too much, just because there's a lot um, for us to draw from here. Um, we didn't talk about our order beforehand. Uh, that's a little behind the scenes. We didn't prep much for today's show. 
When you guys, uh, we always do. What are you talking about? We spend hours and hours and hours. Yeah. See, obviously, <laughs> I have the overlay for Mambo Number Five already loaded up. Look at it. It's yeah, beautiful. Right there. Yeah. It's ready to go. Bang bang. I see. T- <laughs> boom boom. I mean, you did it right. You put two John Cena's in the corner, right? That's yeah. what I asked you to do. Yeah. See. There, there we go. go. Got it. All right. Um, I'll just go first then. I, I don't care. All right, chef. You All right. Go ahead and kick us off at number five. Hold on, gotta pull it up on my phone. <laughs> All right, number five. I almost forgot how to do that. Yeah, geez, um, it's been so long. I I will honestly. You were talking about the movies. I I wasn't very pumped about a lot of these. I I didn't. It actually no? kind of yeah. Not the, a lot like of stuff the, I'm super excited about. The rest of the stuff coming this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, basically, like Cody was saying, everything got paused. So everything that we were excited for last year should be what we're excited for this year. But it's been a year, so yeah, can your excitement last that. Long? I I don't know. Like I I really don't know how excited I how excited I am by some of these. I think for and for me, typically, I'm more of a fan of the indie stuff that you don't like hear a whole lot about. Or, yeah, I, mean, I, nine. yeah. I, I don't get as as jazzed about the <laughs> about the uh, um blockbuster movies other than the like some of the, M- the mcu stuff typically but anyway my number five um i went with this is a big movie um a lot of con- controversy about this one uh, i have Ooh. dune at number five dune this, i'm gonna have to kick your can on kick dune. my can um yeah we're gonna have to kick that one down the list uh for for folks who are listening to mambo number five for the first time kicking the can just means that i've got that on my list but higher and so we're going to wait to talk in more detail about that movie until we reach its highest point on the list. So we're going to skip you, Seth. And, and Jared, what do you got here for number five? Well, I'm going through this list again, and I, I feel like my list is going to change entirely from the five that I already picked. Um, because also, there's there might be some movies that I've already seen that you guys haven't um, because of you know the two mm-hmm. film festivals. Um, but my first one is called... and. We've we've seen nothing of this yet. Who knows if it's even coming out this year? It's supposed to come out in like two months. It's called Samaritan, and it's uh, Sly Stallone as like a kid is doing like a report on this superhero that disappeared after a big fight, but now there's a mystery that he might still be around. And I think uh, Stallone is like that retired superhero Whoa. in this world. Um, just that kind of concept sounds inter interesting to me um but we haven't seen a trailer we haven't seen a poster we haven't heard anything so who knows if it's even going to come out but that that idea yeah. of like essentially a retired superhero maybe just trying to live under the radar and then doesn't I'll fight a good fight, fight. <laughs> I'll fight <a> fight. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly what seth is saying right there that's why um and i, maybe, I, I maybe guess his superpower is fit like not I was gonna fisting? say fisting. Say it. Say it. <laughs> <Just> fisting. <laughs> wow. Um, this summer, Stallone is back to fist the competition. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, and I forget. Like you still pay attention to like movie news and shit all the time, and and you know when stuff's coming out or know what stuff's I coming out. I try to, but it's I, tough now because everything, nothing's set in stone. It's like, hey, it's yeah. out this weekend. But you like know about this stuff. I, I've never heard of this thing. Oh, like yeah, I used yeah. to be way more into that. And now I'm not. Um, I know about like the like what Cody said. I went through IMDb and saw like the big stuff. So that's mostly my list here. Um, but uh, yeah, so Jared might have a little bit more of a, a diverse or interesting list here. So mm-hmm. 
I, I'll, I'll check that one out. That sounds interesting to me. Yeah, I, so, I, so again, the synopsis, a young boy learns that a superhero who was thought to have gone missing after an epic battle 20 years ago may, in fact, still be, be alive. alive. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> sounds like uh, Adrian! <laughs> so, it sounds like a movie that started with um, what if uh, what if a soup what if like Tupac or like Elvis was mm. still alive and then they were like but how are we going to sell that to these audiences and I just superhero super yeah yeah which those guys were superheroes but anyway he's definitely not going to be a superhero Stallone, I just saw Stallone the other day in something you don't think Stallone is gonna? You think he's gonna be revealed not to be the the hero? Is that what you're? Oh, he's the villain right now. I I think that it's it's all it's not just they're not gonna be there's there's no powers involved. It's gonna be a, an urban legend or a myth. Oh no! Like but they Bigfoot. know there's a superhero, right? How do they know? Because they like there is like knowledge, right? Isn't that is this a world where there's superheroes? I'm assuming so. No, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I don't Maybe know. Not. I don't know. I hope maybe he ends up not being the guy, but he wants the, the kid to be happy. I don't know. Anyway, we're fucking, we haven't seen we're, a trailer. We're already fanfic in the movie. <laughs> Shouts out to Mr. I-100 joining in the chat. What's up? Um, no trailer, so maybe a delay. Yeah, typically when we get this close to the release date and no trailer or anything, it either is total horseshit and they don't want anyone to know it's coming out or it's going to be delayed. I have a hard time thinking Stallone, something with Stallone in it coming out over yeah. the summer would be buried like that well so. a prime a Maybe prime example of what just happened was snake eyes like literally that's coming out in like a month and a half and we finally got a trailer and it's not even like a full trailer it's like a minute um mm. but honestly that's what i want i don't want to know anything just let me go to the movie theater and make my own judgment yep yep i've been saying that for like things like star wars and the mcu just tell me the title of the shit in the day that it comes out like i don't mm -hmm. really need to hear now that's for stuff you already know about you know if it's a an original movie, which I can even, I can tell you right now, there's not a single original movie in my top five for this right now. Cause I'm like, I'm like, Seth, like I just, I just don't I hear won. enough movie news lately to know, um, to know what's, you know, what's coming out, what, what the synopses of some of this new stuff is. So it's just mm -hmm. like, Oh, if, if it's a prop property I'm already aware of, um, then I'm pretty stoked to go to it. But, uh, I'll do my number five here. And number five, I will tell you ahead of time that I cheated on this list, and it's not uh -oh. at, it's not at number five. It's not at number five, but I'll get to that one in a little bit. Um, but I'm gonna say that my number five is Halloween Kills. We're gonna kick the can. Oh Ooh, man! Can you guys have the kick same list? Can. Yep. We might have the same list. Yep. We might have the same list. All right, let's move on to the number four. Number four. My number four. Uh, this is supposed to come out, I think, early last year or mid mid year last year. Uh, Free Guy is my number four. And yeah, then, that one looks fun. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, I, I think as I've seen a little bit more, I've been a, a little less excited about it. But it's Ryan Reynolds, um, video game world. Uh, looks like it's gonna have some action. Definitely gonna be funny. Uh, I think I, I I'm I'm still pretty excited for this one. Um. You know, hopefully Ryan Reynolds doesn't hit the uh, doesn't hit the point of annoyance yet. Um, I know he did a lot for a while and it's kind of slowed down, and this might be the the point where people are like, "Okay, that's enough of that guy." But I hope this isn't it. I think I think it could be a really fun movie. I yeah, so I mean too. the trailers have been fun. I just I just feel like they've been like stop showing me. Yeah, they showed too much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for show. 
I'm, I'm um, wondering if this, I'm wondering if that movie will be, will come out better or worse given the weight. Cause I think people were really excited about it when it was supposed to come out. And I don't know whether, you know, whether people are still as excited or if they'll be more excited or less. Um, but I, I think you've got a point, Seth, about Reynolds. Um, cause I've started to get a little bit of Reynolds fatigue and he's got that coming out. He's got Hitman's wife's bodyguard coming out, which, um, and that's he's never not, he's never not just him. I don't know. And so it's, it's, do we get a little fatigue? I like him a lot. I hope it doesn't yeah. come to that, but I think you're right to have a little bit of a concern there. Um, that hit, I didn't even really, I mean the, the Hitman's Hitman's bodyguard, is that what mm-hmm. it was called before? Mm-hmm. That was okay. I, I don't think that warranted a sequel to be comp- entirely honest. <laughs> oh yes, I liked it, did. it. I don't I don't mind that they're that they're doing a sequel. I, I I'm like okay, I'm glad that movies like this can also get sequels. Like it doesn't need to be a billion dollar movie. Yeah, um, I couldn't tell fun. you. A th- I, I don't mind being in that world a little bit more. I couldn't tell you I've a seen thing. It a times, I couldn't tell you a thing about that movie. If you <laughs> had a gun to my head, I would. And, and the only two things I couldn't say are that it has Sam Jackson and Ryan Reynolds. Then I would be dead because I don't remember anything you about it. <laughs> <laughs> um we let's did see a here ride home for that way back in the day yeah, yeah i think we did. it yeah that was back what 17 ish must have been yeah 17 yeah that's right it was because yeah. we were talking about it this weekend yeah that's true because yeah it's been like five years or whatever uh anyway my number four because we're on yeah, number four right yeah um yep jungle cruise is anyone excited for list. jungle cruise <laughs> no okay. the only reason is because i recently saw a new trailer and it reminds yeah. me of the mummy and i yeah. love 1999's the mummy emily blunt she can't do anything wrong i love her um the rock viagra you know box office viagra he's gonna do well um it looks fun i mean again i don't know how the hell like cool you made a movie over a ride like it's not even close to what the ride is um but i think it i think it's gonna be fun uh, that's if Emily Blunt doesn't fucking murder a reporter for asking Dude. her about Fantastic Four. Oh my gosh, that's she the is... whole thing. We should, we should talk about that and what do you oh, think? That was awesome. The most recent one I saw of her just tearing someone down. Yeah. That was great. No, yeah. you're not asking about this. It's like, stop. Stop. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. It looks fun. Disney movie, a little bit darker, I think. Um, could be yeah. good, could just be a huge bust, but it's coming out summer blockbuster time, so mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Last time I'll check I it thought, out. The last time I thought this adventure movie starring The Rock is going to suck, I got my mind blown by Jumanji. So yep. I think um, I can I can get a little bit excited for this one and go see it. He is box office Viagra, and <laughs> Emily Blunt is real life Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> there's, certainly, there's certainly a lot in there to enjoy. Um, <laughs> You're a pervert. He is correct. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, let's go my number four. So this is where I cheated Uh-oh. and I cheated because my number four is three movies <laughs> and you just said MCU, didn't myself. you? No, I didn't say MCU. Um, I would my number accepted four that is you wouldn't have, I would have accepted if you said MCU movies. Cause I had, I, I picked one cause I didn't want to yeah. have my entire list. MCU. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've got one MCU as well, but my number four is three movies and it's, it's under, under the general umbrella musicals. I think there is a, such a kick-ass gotcha. slate of musicals coming up this year. When I first made my list, these were like two, three, and four. Um, but I just combined them and said, okay, I don't want my entire entry to be musicals. 
So I just combine them under musicals and status number four. Um, but there are three specifically that I'm looking forward to. Um, In the Heights, that's the Lin-Manuel Miranda, um, and it's going to be much more cinematic, I think, than Hamilton. Anthony Ramos is is leading that one. It just looks so fucking like mm-hmm. everything cool that's- about musicals. That's one that because when when it, the theaters opened back up for the, after the pandemic and stuff, that's one that I still kept seeing in in the theater the trailer for constantly because it, yeah. it, it it's moved back a few times. Um, and every time though, I get excited. I enjoy that trailer a lot, so I, I'm excited for that movie. I agree with you on that. I mean, that one comes out yeah. in three weeks. Yeah. So I didn't realize. I, th- it was that I think the week book. that you're back here, actually. There we go. Oh yeah. Wow. Got a little trip wanna... to Iowa coming up. Might have to watch In the Heights. <laughs> nothing uh nothing makes me want to watch a movie about a neighborhood of latino americans like being in iowa right. <laughs> you're so really right <laughs> you're two very white friends yes <laughs> um as long my, as i can put the... mayonnaise on my popcorn <laughs> there you go. Oh, God. is that salt that's very spicy <laughs> a lot of butter on there though <laughs> Uh, Abby is excited for uh, for In the Heights as well. Um, the second uh, second musical is West Side Story. I, I think we've started to see mm-hmm. some of this. We saw a teaser during the Oscars, but this is uh, Steven Spielberg, uh, another very cinematic take um, on the the classic. I have not. I don't think I've ever actually watched West Side Story. Like Me neither. Any really? Other version of it. I watched yeah. it in and music so, class. We watched the play. You did? Okay. Mm-hmm. So you know about the, the sharks and the jets, mm-hmm. I guess, right? So um, I'm excited to see this for the first time. I think there's a really interesting cast. Um, isn't uh, Ansel Elgort, is he in this? Yeah. Is he the lead? Yeah. Or is it, um, yeah. He, I don't he's know about the dude him. lead. And then that young yeah. female that they just randomly found. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'll be interested to see how he is in this. I know music is kind of his... He's really musically talented, so I, I hope that it's well, good for him. But like, if he's not good in it, I'm ready to be like, all right, never mind about that guy, because like, I, I just I, he hasn't really like blown me away in anything super lately. So this is an opportunity for him, I think, to put himself back in that conversation because I think it was fading. Um, so we'll see. But lots and lots of other people and stuff to to be excited for for West Side Story, and it's obviously Spielberg. So, and they got for seemingly an unlimited fucking budget to mm-hmm. do it on. So that one should be good. Um, the third, and I actually didn't know that this was coming out this year until I was um, uh, until I was doing this, and I want to get the date right. Okay, so September twenty fourth, according to IMDb, we're gonna get the movie adaptation for Dear Evan Hansen, and this is a play that I've wanted to see for a long, long time, and it's finally getting its um, finally getting its its film adaptation. Ben Platt who, if you ask anyone who, who is into um, Broadway and the like, apparently he's just incredibly fucking amazing as Evan Hansen in this. Um, Julianne Moore is playing his mother. Uh, Caitlin Deaver looks like the female lead in this. Amanda Stenberg, who is in it, um, she was the lead in The Hate You Give, if you guys remember that movie. Um, and then Amy Adams is in it. Uh, Big-ass cast. Um, but Dear Evan Hansen is one of those musicals that I've been wanting to see for a long time. Um, but haven't gotten a chance to. So I think this will be the, a good introduction for a lot of that. <laughs> I don't Seth, know, Kyle. Got an answer to, Kyle asked, why does Seth remember West Side Story that he watched over 10 years ago but not Hitman's Bodyguard? <laughs> so you got an answer to that one? <laughs> uh, 
say uh, as you get older, uh, certain chemicals maybe uh, interact with your brain and, you know, you just remember things less less likely. It's <laughs> <laughs> hell getting old, Kyle. That's, that's the answer to that one. Um, Cody, I'm glad you mentioned this Dear Evan Hansen. Dear Evan Hansen, um, I had been seeing, seeing things all over my timeline. I have no idea what it is. I just saw everyone making fun that you were supposed to believe that this character is a high schooler. Is that the joke? Because he's old? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't, don't they kind of, the like, make up him down and stuff? Well, yeah, I can't quite tell. I've only seen small clips. I don't even want to watch the trailer. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what they're doing to de-age him, but Ben Platt is a fair amount older than this character is supposed to be. He's, high, he's a high school senior with social anxiety disorder, and he's going on a journey of self-discovery and acceptance following the suicide of a fellow classmate. Oh, wow. Um, so... That's what it's about. Um, but Ben Platt, who, let's see, how old is Ben Platt right now? I mean, he was supposed to be a college student in Pitch Perfect, which was back in, what, 2012? Yeah, and that one actually made sense. He's younger than I thought. He's only, he was born in 93. So what does that make him, 28? Uh, so, I mean, Abby he's... here says he is 27 and has the worst wig. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a sparkling trailer reaction right there. <laughs> um you mentioned too that caitlin deaver's in it i know that like um i think like him and like beanie feldstein are super close mm. in real life so that kind of makes sense but yeah i don't need a go. lot of uh, justification for caitlin deaver being in stuff i just want to yeah. see her in more stuff after book smart so anyway that that was a long time on my number four because i jammed three movies into that slot but yeah. the slate of musicals this year and it seems like we're getting more of these um, high budget musicals as time goes on because they've been huge hits not mm -hmm. uh, certainly not limited to Hamilton but also Greatest Showman I hope, and, and I hope we get Book Cats, of Mormon I think, made soon some money even if it sucked Book of Mormon yeah, yeah that's one that's ripe for point. it mm -hmm. oh yeah that, they'll make a fuckload of money when they do do mm -hmm. that um, do do but we'll see we'll see if we continue <laughs> to get more of these but anyway I, I wanted to make sure and highlight those because uh, I assumed you guys wouldn't I, I don't know if that's me being fair or not but um, that's my number four <laughs> All right, we're going to go to something very closely re related um, to musicals here with number three. Number three. We got Halloween Kills at number three. Oh, great right. musical. <laughs> great musical. Yeah, I mean, I really liked the, the I guess, reboot or reboot continuation or whatever it was. The reboot. Um, re I'm gonna, uh, can, I, can I coin a term? Requel. I don't know. It sounds like it's going to be a terrible movie. It's like the worst movie in the franchise. Requel. That movie was the requel. Ugh, I it hate requels. <laughs> this is um, one requel. I can see the headlines now. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, I really like the that the 2018, I think is when it came out. Um, are they still doing back-to-back -back years with this and then the... The next one, like they that's, yeah. that's what they. I mean, who knows what has changed in the last year and a half? Uh, but that was the original um, mm -hmm. release schedule, so who knows? I hope they do. That's cool. I mean, mm -hmm. and own I'm that weekend, own that time. I'm assuming it comes out on Halloween, right? I didn't. I actually didn't look at the date, but um, I, actually, President's I Day. I think so. <laughs> yeah, President's Day. Scary. It's yeah. actually the, kills. Scary that's day. actually the the day where most murders happen. So that makes sense. Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> It's October really 15, so a couple Pretty weeks close to week. Halloween. Yeah. Halloween. So that that's perfect. Got to get a nice Halloween movie. Everyone's, you know, back celebrating Halloween again. Um, 
I think that'll be a fun one to go to. Um, I don't think Michael Myers doesn't necessarily like scare me, so I'm okay with that. Um, Are you not watching the fucking movies? What do you mean he doesn't scare you? Because <laughs> yeah, I that, like that ruffle that he wears here and the peace sign, terrifying. <laughs> the guy, He's just misunderstood. The okay. <laughs> um he he, uh i don't know he's just a misunderstood guy and uh i'm I'm excited to see him uh you know finally get one up on uh on the people who are holding them down so halloween kills (laughs) you are you are explaining this movie wonderfully (laughs) he's the hero that's the, you live... the, the, the impossibly out of touch uh, preview for Halloween Kills. Yeah. I, I am excited because uh, I am very afraid of him, and I'm ready to see him murder some more teens. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm there for. Yeah, they deserve it, right? He's trying to introduce all these teens to his friend, a knife. So I think, um, I don't think there's a lot to unpack there. He's but just being friendly. I agree with you, Seth. I liked the reboot. I think I think the newer the newer Halloween movies have added like a. I, I guess for a lot gravitas, of like, gravitas, like gravity maybe is the word, but like base to the like when he walks around in the go? new movies, oh. he sounds heavy, right? And when he hits mm-hmm. something, it's heavy, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's different from the old ones. Uh, they couldn't really do that as well with the sound design back then. And so I'm really excited for this one. I think it'll make a good Halloween um, uh, season movie. And if they're if they're continuing on the track that they were on in the last Halloween, it seems like it'll be pretty good. Isn't uh, Danny McBride involved in the writing of this? Didn't yeah? Didn't um, he like write mm-hmm. and direct the first one or co-direct? No, he David he David Gordon wrote it. Was it David Gordon Green? David Gordon Green was the director. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah, co-wrote it together. Yep. So I'm assuming he they're did the start. next two as well. Yeah, I think so. And I think they're filming the last two at the same time. I mean, they so, need to, if they're going to keep making these Halloween movies, though, they need to take a little break so they can do more Righteous Gemstones, because I need more of that in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see how long that one takes. All right. who? What are we on? Number three? Three! Number All right. My number three. And again, Mambo. I, I was going through, you know, IMDb. That they only have, like, you know, your big movies. So I'm like, what's Netflix have coming? And I completely forgot about this one because I talked about it, like, 15 minutes on a J-Buck Live. It's an animated movie called America, the Motion oh, Picture. Yeah. And oh, I don't know shit. if it's going to be good. I don't know if it's going to be bad. But just this synopsis right here makes me want to watch it. A chainsaw-wielding George Washington teams up with beer-loving bro Sam Adams to take down the Brits in a tongue-in-cheek riff on American Revolution. Um, and it looks like they have, like, rocket launchers, uh, Paul Revere is actually a horseman with RoboCop armor on. Um, the voice cast is like uh, Andy Samberg, a bunch of SNL people, Channing Tatum, Simon Pegg, um, Judy Greer, Phil Lord and Chris Miller are somehow involved as producers. Like, I just want to see how crazy and ridiculous this can, this can get. Well, it sounds like there will be no shortage of that. I mean... That sounds like complete fucking insanity. So <laughs> I, I think when you were doing that J-Buck Live, I think you showed like a poster of it. And it, it looks like something that like a 15-year-old on speed. Adult mm-hmm. Swim. And they just decided yeah, adult it's going to be a show now. Adult Very Swim adult the swim. movie. Yeah. Did you say, sorry, Jared, did you say it was a series? Uh, no, it's a movie. A yeah, it's a movie. Um, Interesting. I think it's based on a book. 
Um, yeah, I think it's based on like just a comedy novel, maybe. Man. Well, we have started again. I mean, some of the animated stuff, I think like Invincible this year, like if they mm -hmm. want to do blood in that, uh, Invincible's proven that, that that can work pretty well. So, um, yeah, that's a wacky ass cast and <laughs> yeah. sounds like a good one for some recreationals beforehand. Oh, you know? 100%. <laughs> My number three, I would not suggest recreationals for your first watch of this one because I think it could end up being pretty goddamn confusing. Uh, this is actually where I have, uh, believe it or not, The Matrix 4. Whoa, it's not number one? Whoa. Wow. I think you should kick that one. It sounds to me. Oh, you have it higher? Yeah, kick that one, man. Oh, kick shit. Kick it down the street. Who's and the real? And then Seth, you're going to have to kick it again because that's your number one. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the real, the most, who is the realest Matrix fan here? I don't think it's, I don't think it's the guy up here. Cody, I think it's the guy up here. Jesus. Well, <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is a good one. Point, point into the heavens. Jared got a little bit early on the celebration. Yeah, there. I did. Wow. I don't know if, I don't know if it, it's not a competition. You know, we can we can both be big fans of the Matrix. You know. I don't know why you'd want it's not to, like but one anyway, of those toxic let's. Fandoms. No. <laughs> All right. Number two. I have a feeling this might, this could be a can kick. Uh, I've, I, this is where I have Spooderman, Spider Man, No yeah, Way we're Home. I'm going to put that one through the uprights at about 65. Yeah. Hey, so. Spider Man! Okay. Let's uh, swing cranes over to Jared's number two then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number two, oh, this is kind of a tough one. It's, it's between two, so let's go with, let's go with Suicide Squad. Um, or the okay. Suicide Squad is any on any of your lists? Not a chance. Bucko. Not a chance. I think um, the main reason is because James Gunn's doing it, and also just weird creatures. Um, Weasel, uh, the Shark Man, um, and just from the trailers, it looks like it's going to be just complete insanity. I'm not looking for a great movie. I'm looking for a fun movie, summer blockbuster type movie, and I think that that's what this is going to be. Um, Probably far superior from the one that we've already gotten, so no worries there. Um, Fucking hope so. But yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I'm just hoping they hired an editor for this one, because the first one didn't <laughs> seem to have that. Well, did you ever hear the story of what happened there? A lovely lady. Apparently, they had two people edit it. One guy did his version, someone did their own version, and they're really good editors, and they're like, both of these suck, and then the studio combined them. <laughs> oh, God. I think that that again. No, don't quote me, but I was under the impression that they had two people come in and they're like, "We can't do anything with this." Hey, it's only ever worked one time that I can think of when someone took the chocolate and peanut butter and put it into one. Mm, yep, that's right. Star Crunch. <laughs> Star Crunch is pretty good. I just think on this new one, it has a much higher chance for success. Um, I think the cast helps. Um, I think they're, they're really, now this could be, we could run into the same problem that we ran into with the, with the first Suicide Squad, which is that the trailer seemed to set a tone that is what we were all looking forward to, right? Like that nobody thought that the trailer for Suicide Squad sucked. We all thought it was going to be sick. And so my hope is that the trailer we're getting for this new one 
is more in line with what the actual movie is because mm-hmm. um, there was a big disconnect there before. I would imagine it is. Um, it's all James Gunn and it all seems very James Gunn. Um, but I'm most excited for the polka dot man in this. I yeah. think, I think, uh, I think that's David Dastomachian if I yep. have the, um, or Dastomachian if the, um, if I have that right. And Dalmatian. He's, he's just an interesting Dalmatian. wacky guy. John Cena is Peacemaker. looks fucking hilarious in this. And they're doing team. a show with him. Yeah. Apparently. So apparently they have trust in him or that character. Yeah. He's a funny one. He has I a wonder if that polka dot man is just going to go around and give the bad guys herpes or something. <laughs> I mean, that'd be. I'd rather get my ass kicked than get herpes. So <laughs> Put that on a shirt. I'd rather go. Yeah. I'd rather go with him than someone else. Put that in a dating profile. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. You know how I know I'm safe, ladies? I'd rather get my ass kicked than get herpes. Maybe that's oh, like a commercial man. for uh, like a medicine that prevents you from getting herpes. Like, yeah. Valtrex like try Valtrex. Something. Yeah. Did we just come up with the same example? That was fucking weird. Yep. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm telling you, Valtrex. we spent too many days together already. We did. We're finishing each other's sandwiches already. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll see on Suicide Squad. I, Harley Quinn. I, I'd like it. I'd be more excited if Harley Quinn wasn't in it. That, that's my one thing. I, I don't like. There's carryover between the two. Yeah, um, it's kind of weird. I also just don't like that character. Amanda Waller's also in it. Same yeah, person, like Viola Davis, and R- yeah. Rick Flag. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you could watch all of Suicide Squad and forget that that guy was in it. So I'm Light him up! <laughs> Over there, boys! <laughs> Fire guns! Like, basically he had the most generic, hey, I'm an army dude. Uh, bang. Bang, bang. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even have a gun. He just did bang, bang the whole movie. <laughs> bang, bang. Got a little exposition they forgot, for They ran out of that. money and forgot to CGI the gun <laughs> in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, um, I don't think my number two is going to be running out of any money because um, I think they got a big ass budget. I've got Dune in my two spot. Dune. Uh, obviously, you know this was I think one of my high, most highly anticipated movies a year ago when we were talking about 2020 movies. It was meant to have come out last Christmas. We didn't get it. Um, Til- Timothy Chalamet is going to lead the way. Um, Rebecca Ferguson is the villain. Uh, Batista's in this. There's a whole Zendaya's in this. There's a whole huge cast. Oscar Isaac, We've seen a baby. little bit of footage, a little bit of footage so far, and it looks pretty dope to me. I like the tone they're setting. It's also Denis Villeneuve who made the best movie of all time, Arrival. So um, I imagine this one will also be pretty good. He didn't make Rocky Four. <laughs> oh my gosh! If he made Rocky Four, it would be better than the original Rocky. No, nope. but he did not. Nope. Um, not I think a chance. This, I think the thing I like about Dune is I don't know what to expect from it, and I'm excited for that. I, I've been pondering whether or not I want to read the book, um, because for things like, you know, the MCU or even Star Wars sometimes, or um, uh, the Dark Tower, a lot of the King adaptations, like you can Berenstein get Bears. such a high expectation mm-hmm. from a great book. Berenstein Bears is another one. Yeah, uh, Ready Player One, and and I I feel like this movie is going to be great and I'm nervous about ruining that by having an expectation from the book. So I I still haven't decided yet whether or not I'm going to read the book beforehand, but I think this could be a really awesome start of a sci-fi franchise that everyone wants um to see multiple editions of and I think this or this first one's coming out in two parts. Um so I just think there's there's just so many things about which to be optimistic for this Wait, one. Wait, the movie's only part land, 1. Land the plane. Yeah, I think it's two-parter. Oh, I yeah. did not know or, that. Wow. Or, or or they're already 
or they're filming the sequel some, at the same some time. Kind of like, however you want to put it. Gotcha. Yeah, it's going to be, you know, I imagine it will still have its own plot, but then there will be a second one shortly after is, I think, the expectation. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. There you go. Sandworms. I'm, I'm, I like, I like, uh, Denny Villeneuve. I like, uh, I mean, a lot, all, almost all the actors in it. Zendaya. I'll check it out. I mean, if it, if it was almost anyone else directing it, I would be like, eh, but he's, he's so good at that stuff. So, I, I mean, yeah. I'll check it out regardless. For some reason, when you just mentioned earlier about Denny Villeneuve doing Rocky Four, I think there should be a year in L, uh, Hollywood where established directors have to go remake a movie. I think that'd be really cool. But it's like like a completely out of their wheelhouse type movie. Yeah. Get, uh... Reminds... Oh, go ahead. Reminds me of the thing, Jared, that you brought for a One More Thing one time that was like... It was like our cut, I think, of Phantom Menace, where it was like oh, scenes from yeah, all the, different directors. The robot, or RoboCop one, and then the Phantom Menace one. Yeah. Yeah. That huh. would be pretty fun, actually. That would be if interesting. you could get Spielberg to like, hey, Spielberg, can, can we get you to direct um, the scene from Apollo John 13? Wick. Or oh, John Wick. yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I'm telling you, get, get, it, get weird to, with it. John Woo. Yeah, like give, give me the guy from John Wick doing, um, or John Woo doing like John Woo's John Wick, <laughs> a rom com. John Woo's John Wick would be fun. <laughs> Woo. There's doves everywhere, <laughs> and he shoots the doves too. When he's doing <laughs> That's I love everywhere. it. All right, we're yeah, moving Mike, on to I, our number I one. Think... Or no. I'm gonna I'm gonna respond to Mike's comment and then and then we can go to our number ones here. Mike says the the Dune book was a little bit confusing, and I, I've heard that before. I hear it's a pretty dense and complex lore, so it'll be interesting to see how much of that they're able to unpack in the movie versus how much they just decide to leave out. I think that's gonna be a tricky thing um, for them to have figured out. So we'll see. The spice. 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 All right. <laughs> The spas yes, and spas. We need to go to Spain. <laughs> <laughs> number one. My number one is Clifford, probably the, the big red dog. It is. Is aren't they actually doing a live action yeah. of that, or did they already yeah. do one? No, it comes out this year. Does it really? It's mm. a gritty drama, though. He's he's killing people. Yeah, yeah. it's like he just, a Cujo. He's, he's just accidentally yeah, stepping on. He's accidentally doing it, though. He's just like... (laughs) Pooping on people, and they're drowning in it. The dog catcher has got to bring him down. All right. My number one, um, talking about directors earlier, um, regardless of what this franchise is, I I just want to see this guy's next movie. Um, Ghostbusters Afterlife is my number one. Um, Jason Reitman uh, is one of my favorite directors, so I would see him direct... I mean, I'm happy to see him direct this movie, but I would watch him direct anything. I'd watch any of his movies that come out. Um, And then Paul Rudd. I mean, you add Paul Rudd into the situation, you know it's probably going to be at least hilarious. Um, Get some cool cameos. Get uh, We get the Stranger Things cast in it again. Stranger Uh Things. (laughs) So I'm excited to see what they do with with an honest, like, reboot sequel where, you know, it's all the the universe still applies. You know, it's still direct. Um, and, uh, Jason Reitman, give me more of his work. I'll check mm-hmm. it out. So I'm, I'm really excited for this one. Yeah. I'm glad you threw this one on. Cause this was the one that it was between this and suicide squad. Um, 
I I love Ghostbusters, the original one, like that theme song, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was in the movie theater recently, and it could have been just you know the the feeling of being back in the theater. But this trailer played, and I got emotional. Like my <laughs> eyes were getting teary eyed because when they whip around the corner in the Ecto one with the sidecar thing, I was like, oh my gosh, these kids are having so much fun. Um, so I'm looking <laughs> forward to it. Does this come out around Halloween time too? Um, I think this one might be after. August or something, or am I off? It is November. Uh, there we go. November 11th, Veterans Day. Mm-hmm. We, so, uh, yeah. Dan, I, I agree with Dan. We need more requels in this. This is another one, another requel. Mm-hmm. And I will say, if you're out there trying to put together a requel, um, it doesn't matter what the property is. If you take and add Paul Rudd to it, I promise you it will be good. Yeah. Uh, if if they add Paul Rudd to Matrix Four, it'll be the best movie of the year. <laughs> Spoiler: He's in it. <laughs> put, put Paul Rudd in whatever it is you got. Yeah. So um, uh, I'm I'm a little bit uh, I'm a little bit surprised by your pick here, Seth, but not after hearing you explain it. I, I know you're a writing fan, and um, uh, I think he hasn't done a. I don't he know. I think a, this looks cute. He hasn't had a chance at a you know big, big you know like blockbuster movie. I guess is what you could consider this. Mm-hmm. Um. And so it's it's cool to see him actually just get that chance because I think he does a lot of funny, cool, creative, inventive things with his movies. Um, and he has – all of his movies have kind of just you, his stamp on it. You know like it's, hey, this is a Reitman movie just based off the style. And it, and it doesn't seem like that's entirely lost with this Ghostbusters movie. I mean it's probably easy to go into what – you know what his dad did with the movies and and try and copy that but i think there's a good mix of both that kind of feels like it's still within the original just based off the trailer anyway um but also still looks like a ivan reitman movie so or not ivan but um jason reitman movie ivan ooze that's what ivan ooze oh that'd be awesome i hope he's in it (laughs) we can only hope (laughs) shared universe (laughs) (laughs) um my number one we kicked it from earlier matrix four Going to be the best movie of the year. Seth, you're going to be there. Front row. Night boo. one. I'm going to go to it. boo. I'm going to go to boo the whole time. <laughs> boo. Um, I mean, just, just kind of hearing what they've been doing with this one, plus some of the behind-the-scenes uh, pictures, I guess. I, I'm looking forward to it, man. I hope that it's more kind of, you know, to the original. The sequels are kind of ick. Um, I think that that's where Cody's the bigger fan. He's probably seen the sequels more than I have. I think I've watched them once. Um but if it's any inkling of the first one, but, you know, updated, they have a great story or something, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm curious on how the action, what what kind of crazy stuff they can do with the action in that world, what, 20 years, 22 years after the original one? So I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah, it, I mean, you have been waiting, uh, what, at least two movies since you had an actual good story in the Matrix universe, so... Um... Oh my- <laughs> hey man you just get on the freeway and that's all you need <laughs> if you watch the movie you'd understand that you ever watch you ever watch like political commentary and, and, <laughs> and you're like i know this fucking person doesn't know anything about economic policy <laughs> but they've got they've got a couple of uh go-to stingers that they like to throw in there because they yeah. they heard a headline one time mm. so if you're a political commentator for the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> I know you haven't seen five seconds of the shit, but you're like, the plot sucks in the second and third one. I heard that once, and it fucking doesn't. Oh. <laughs> I know. Let's check out Rotten Tomatoes. I bet they know. This is your opportunity. There, 
What do you think has a, do you think, do you think, um, I bet you there's movies in the Rocky franchise with lower. Oh, fuck yeah. Rocky oh, five is one of the worst movies of all time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that but one. It's, that doesn't mean it's without value though. Yeah. And but they, they hit made, Rocky one, bah, worst... Rocky two, bah, Rocky three, boom, Rocky four, bah, Rocky, blah, blah, bah. All th <laughs> both Creed movies, bah, bah. <laughs> 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 Matrix is like did a soft little like ooh we're here with the first one and then they sucked the rest of the time. Yeah, all they did was revolutionize action cinema for the twenty years <laughs> to follow. Mm -hmm. Not a big deal. I I don't know what you do with Matrix Four. Like, what is the plot? That's honestly the thing I'm most yeah. interested in. Why is it being made? Um, how do you? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> They they go back into the Matrix, but it's like a thing where they redo the first the two the second and third movie somehow. Maybe they need back to, pull to off the future a time heist, mm -hmm. and they go back into the second and third movies. Yeah, I don't know. They uh they don't yeah Dan's bringing up a good point here. So oh, don't even get that tournament was rigged. Tournament was rigged. Dropping it. Rigged. Wow. That's, I really appreciate you bringing that one up, Dan. On Rocky's home court and fighting, maybe. No. So. Yeah. If it was the home that. court, I would have given it layups. I would have made sure Matrix didn't make it to the end. I could have manipulated that, but I did it fairly. Um, and you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this Matrix thing isn't ending anytime soon. Nope. But I, I think. I'm really stoked. Yeah, to your point, Jared, what they can do with CGI now, uh, and the the creativity of fighting and stuff that they have been able to do. Like if it's, it, it could be a vast improvement over what we already got and what we already mm -hmm. got was fucking amazing. So there's a lot of reasons to be excited for matrix four. Also, it's more Keanu beating ass, which Seems... Seth, I would imagine you can get on board with even a little bit. He's, is he John wick in that movie? I mean, John wick came from that movie. No, John wick is his own, his own thing. His, his, own, own, thing. <laughs> his own thing. There is no John wick without. Oh, Mr. there's Andrews. John wick. There is John wick. Whether or not Matrix is around, whether or not I could erase it from this universe and John Wick would be even bigger because all the idiots who think that the Matrix better is better than John Wick wouldn't they they wouldn't be brainwashed by this stupid early two thousands dumbass technology. <laughs> um, actually, so it was nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, and that was one of the best movies of that year. Yep. No. Guys, it's on my top movies of the year. I mean, that movie was so good, hasn't, people hasn't... shot up schools after it. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that one. No. But, I don't know. It it That threw me off completely. I had a point I was going to make, and I was like, <laughs> um, Don't you have a number, number Matrix one movie? 4, I do have a number one movie. And it's not Matrix 4, unfortunately. Um, but it is Spider-Man. I don't think this is surprising anybody. Um, Spider-Man, No Way Home is the top one. Uh, more MCU Spidey, I'm all for that. But we keep hearing that there may be Tobey Maguire in this. And if we do get Tobey Maguire in this movie, it doesn't matter what happens I... in it otherwise. I don't care. Mm -hmm. um, put him in there. Don't care. Best movie of the year. Don't care about any of these <laughs> other things. Tom, if Tobey Maguire shows up. Give him up, the Oscar. Give him the Oscar. It's everything. Um, you know, I just hope. It. I just want to see all this, it, all this stuff kind of, because I, 
here's my thing on spider i don't feel like a loyalty to tom holland spider-man if i did i would be annoyed at all the shit that they're gonna add like give the guy his own movie he has yet to have really his own well the second one was kind of his own but these really have been barely spider-man movies Mm -hmm. and so part of me wants to go like give him a real fucking spider-man movie set it in manhattan shrink the stakes give him kingpin or someone to deal with and just have him be a spider-man movie but i don't really have that like allegiance to holland that some people have i know like npa for example is a really big fan i have my my like spidey allegiance really is with toby mcguire and so if they can get him involved i don't fucking care about tom holland just get get all the shit in there get melina in there Jamie Foxx, I don't care. Just put all the action figures in the bucket and shake the shit up. Um, I think it's going to be cool. And I think it's going to have big MCU ramifications going forward also. I also hope that, like, because we've had all these rumors, I hope that the trailers don't show anything. Like, we actually don't know. Like, we know, but we don't know Mm -hmm. going up to it. Uh, I think that would be really dope. Um, Because that, I mean, they did it with WandaVision. You know, like there's all these rumors that were floated out and people are speculating and connecting dots from this and that. And half the stuff people predicted didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have built that up. I mean, because Black Widow's not going to have any, probably any big things, big ramifications. Taskmaster, um, that's probably it. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, but in terms of like what's going on now, I don't think there's huge implications or spoilers for Spider-Man. Um, Eternals probably won't relate at all. That's going to be up in space. Um, so there might be some crossover, but, um, this one, they don't have to release anything. They can just say here, here's Spider-Man. Uh, here's some of the things that happened at the end of the last one with the getting revealed. That's all you got to show. Maybe give a glimpse of a villain. That's not, you know, Alfred Molina or, Mm -hmm. you know, something like that. And then once we get to the theater, then they're like, oh, yeah, you guys were right. Or, yeah, we, we leaked that news or, you know, something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was all kinda, fake. Yeah. I mean, the thing, like, I'm, I'm excited for this movie. Don't get me wrong. But I think MCU movies at this point, I know what I'm getting. Um, so I'm not, like, terribly excited because I don't want to, you know, maybe be disappointed even though we – how many times have we been disappointed with these movies? Mm-hmm. Um that's that's why none of them made my list because I just know what I'm getting with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that makes sense. Yeah. But Spider-Man could be in a commercial and I'd get pumped. So it's hard for me to fight that urge. Um, <laughs> what they should do in the trailer is is spend a devote a bunch of time in the trailer to showing Paul Giamatti as the Rhino and yes. then just include him in the movie for five seconds. Yes, be, like the very opening. That's what they should do. Yeah. It'd be really good. And then at the end. That'd be a good use of trailer time. I don't know where I got that idea, but anyway. Uh, that is our list for Mambo. We got a lot a lot of stuff. We covered some superhero ground, some sci-fi ground, some musical ground, some horror ground, some comedy ground. Horror. A little bit of everything. Coming, the horror coming up this year. We got to spend some time apart, you guys. It's, that's like I know, it's down. bad. <laughs> oh, man. Um that is our mambo if we left any movies out that you're looking forward to this year go ahead and drop them in the chat um, and let us know what your most anticipated films are but for us we got to move on and so that's going to wrap up this week's mambo number five ladies and gentlemen this is mambo number five five abby brings up a good point for civil war um that spider-man was introduced that that was tom holland's first appearance and they I think people knew that he was going to be in it. They even included it in, in one of the trailers where mm-hmm. he popped up. 
but I for I somehow was still managed. I still was able to get surprised when it happened in the movie because it was like deep into the movie. So other shit had happened and other things were going on. And I was like, oh, okay, this is the movie. And then when they got to the scene where it was like, oh yeah, Spider-Man is in this, that was really cool. So I think that might be the opportunity they have is if they can get deeper into the movie and let people settle in before they start hitting you with those reveals, um, maybe that'll be helpful, but we'll see. But yeah, when they put Queens up there on the screen, there's um, mm-hmm. it's like someone, someone threw a water balloon at my jeans. That was the, <laughs> that was the problem. Anyway, uh, we move onward. And uh, so we got we got facts we got facts this week right? Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into them. We're gonna fill in some blanks and learn some new things with factually bereft. Facts don't care about your feelings. All right, we'll go through these a little quick because I know we're we're starting to run a little low on the timer. Um, it's factually bereft. We got three facts. There's a blank that makes the sentence incomplete with three multiple choice answers. The guys will try and guess which uh, of the three answers is correct. Um, so here we go. First fact The United States is the world's largest exporter of. Is fat it people. A? Fat people? <laughs> is that what you said? No. Why would I say that? <laughs> well, this relates to it. Is it A? Mayonnaise. <laughs> B, sperm, or C, lawnmowers. So you said export. Yeah. Dude, that mm. mayonnaise is 100% American grown. It's mayonnaise. <laughs> oh. Oh, we, do, we do have Jared in America, so sperm <laughs> is a definite possibility. Um, hmm. So it was sperm, mayonnaise, and lawnmowers? Lawnmowers. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't, I'm going to say it first. I don't think it's lawnmowers. I could be wrong. <laughs> I'm going to say sperm. I, I, I okay. think, I think if like for, for um, artificial insemination and the like, I think people, maybe they want American sperm. Maybe I'm being a cocky American by saying that. Nah. Not, pardon the pun. I'm going to say sperm. The correct answer is B, sperm. Where's our mayonnaise coming from? You probably should stop doing this motion as you're talking about sperm. Sperm, baby! (laughs) There's a gif. (laughs) All right. The answer is sperm. Fact two. A blank, so apostrophe S, orgasm can last as long as 90 minutes is it a a pig b an octopus or c a seagull well i think i know the answer to this question first seth uh hey what were you thinking about when you wrote these man (laughs) i think you wrote them when we were in vegas Yep. Do you have the lights dimmed when you put that on? Yep. When I was laying in <laughs> laying in bed next to you at night, I was making oh, these questions. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> I can tell you uh, with certainty that the answer to this question is not any of my ex girlfriends. Um, <laughs> Zing. That was a pretty pretty easy one to get to. Um, I I am pretty sure I've heard this fact before. So Jared, do you want to pick first? I don't want to. I know the answer. Or... Okay. I'm going to yeah. say pig. Yeah, it's pig. 
Oh, all right, fine. Yeah. The correct answer is pig vomit. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> got it. Currently, Jared or oh, Cody gotta, is up by one, but I got to be able to come from behind here. I'm gonna minus two for the both of you. So Cody's at uh, <laughs> Cody's at zero. Jared's at negative one. Ah, dang it! All right, third one. Due to their promiscuous nature, blank have the highest rate of STDs among insects. <laughs> What? Be my ex <laughs> is it A? No, that's awful. <laughs> is it well, A? If it's a mosquito, she's definitely sucking. <laughs> is it A, grasshoppers? Is it B, butterflies? Or is it C, ladybugs? Promiscuous nature. Who's running this study? What? That's what I want to know. They're watching bugs fuck. What are they? What'd you say they were called? They have. What do you mean? Due to their promiscuous, to their promiscuous nature, nature, blank have the highest rate of STDs among insects. STDs. Okay. Hmm. See, more sex. There was a theme. I. I'm gonna go off on a let. Mm. I'm gonna say grasshoppers. Grasshopper. Yeah. Thinks it's grasshoppers. Those things are pretty nasty. And that's what I was thinking. My little brother I'm... suggesting. Uh, my little brother is suggesting butterflies. And ladybugs was the third one. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. You know what? I'm. I have a scapegoat here. If I'm wrong, and so I will go ahead and say butterflies. I think they are just. Flitting their little butts around town and spreading the clap. Jeez. Yeah, the Mike correct... does say butt is in their name. <laughs> it's true. It's true. The correct answer is C, ladybugs. Uh, ladybugs. I win. He got us. He Dang got it. Us. Well, well that's we one tied. Point, one point for you, Seth. Yep. I'm the best. I guess that you makes me stink. the king. I got two out of three, right? Mm-hmm. Good job. That's right. I'm totally making a gif out of that. Oh, man. <laughs> That's going to be, I really hope someday you, be, you have some sort of prominent. everyone you work with. You have some sort of prominent, like. In like media or like pop culture or something, and they can revert to back that video. Sperm, baby. <laughs> I'm I'm just worried that of all the things I do and have tried to do, that that would that's somehow the thing that'll actually make me famous, and I, that'll mm. I'll be the sperm sperm baby. baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And everywhere I go, people will start going sperm, baby. Yeah, it's just like, somebody suck me. Yeah, yeah exactly Dave. like that. Oh wow! Shouts out Dave coming out in about a month with season yep. two. Can't wait. I am Dave. Man, well, I'm the king of this game. Shouts out to Sperm being the uh, <laughs> America being the top exporter of it. Um, everyone contributing, I think, a little bit. So good work, everybody, and good work to you, Seth, on this week's factually bereft. <laughs> feelings 
All right, folks. Well, we are going to, let's see. Seth just mentioned the time. Okay. We're going to spend just a touch of time recapping our Vegas trip. Uh, we did most of that earlier on. So we'll see uh, what else we've got to share about that. And a couple other things here from the last week. This is What Did You... Did we leave anything out from Vegas that we missed? I mean, other than... Escape room. Escape! We won. We did escape. We yeah. won. We beat this that thing. The hardest uh, the hardest one that they had to offer. It was a 9 out of 10 on the, the rating. 9.5. We beat it with... Two minutes left? Is that how much we had? We did, yep. we took it to the wire. It was, mm-hmm. it was a pretty tight one. Mm-hmm. But we were yeah, a little, I think, little machine in there. I think uh, my favorite part of that, about that is Cody almost made us not win because uh, this room had... <laughs> this, this, this escape room in total had three rooms. And we noticed in the first room we were in, they had two uh, doorbells. Um, and then we went to another room and there was a doorbell. And then went to another room and there was a doorbell. Um, just like standard in front of your house doorbell. And uh, then in the third room, we get into a room and there's a bunch of like dingy bells. Ding, 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 ding. And there's like, what, 20 of them or so? Um, yeah. And so uh, on, there's like a, a note that says like, to find the code, you got to ring the bell or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, more elaborate than that, obviously. But um, so the bells didn't really do anything. We kind of hit on them. And then we decided, or someone mentioned, yeah, there's these doorbells to press. So started pressing those, a code came up. And it came up on the bells, right? On the numbers on the bells. And yeah. uh, uh, so they all came up and Cody had the number and we were ready to go. And then he hits every <laughs> one of the bells, which He's he like already knew. a damn knew, cat in there. Which he already knew didn't do anything. <laughs> and then he looks to his left and he goes, oh yeah, there's a lock there. <laughs> the funny thing is, I would have done the same thing. Because when, when they all lit up and he had them, I'm like, okay, ring the bells. <laughs> It, I was so confident, and I was like, okay, got him, bing, bing. And they didn't, the, the reason I knew I was being dumb is the bells all made the same noise. Mm-hmm. So, like, there was no way for that to have done anything. And mm-hmm. I've done a bunch of escape rooms. I know that shit just doesn't happen. Like, you got to hit a button or knock something into something for shit to work. But mm-hmm. I thought just hitting the bells would cause shit. And it didn't. And luckily, you guys were able to go, hey, idiot, <laughs> uh, use, the, use the code on the door we're trying to open. <laughs> I was just sitting there like a cat. Slapping away at the fucking bells. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm glad that we were able to able to still to still escape. Uh, I don't know. Mike wants to know if it was better than the saw one. So a few years ago, we we did a saw themed escape room, it, also in Vegas, and it had. I think the production, like saw the effort on the better. production in saw was was quite a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this puzzle puzzle wise, I think it was was about as good. Yeah. Um, but I think the this the scenery and all of that stuff in the Saw one, I don't think I'll probably ever see one that, that's yeah. quite like that. That yeah. was pretty awesome. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Interesting. Um, what else? We so we we uh we saw a fucking we saw a pretty dope magician. Yeah. Actually. We did. We went to a magic show. That I was forgot about that. That was I mean, we, we were we kind of talked about how like the the amazement from it, but I'm gonna be honest, I was a little like uh, I don't know about this when it was like yep. us and seven people. Like it yeah. was, I yeah. thought it was gonna be like this grandiose thing, very small venue. Yep. Yep. But magic, on par. Yeah. Yep. It was pretty sweet. I think it was almost it was almost better because there were so few people. Like they couldn't yep. hide. They were right in front. Mm-hmm. There, you were feet away. Dan's asking the question: Did Cody poop his pants? Uh, I did. Yeah, oh, yeah. Story, tell your story. 
Yep. I got brought up on stage. I was, uh, I, I was, um, I went up there and he had me, he had me hold out my, my hands and make fists. And he said to pick, um, pick whatever fist. And I picked my left fist and he took out this Sharpie and he said, this is a magic Sharpie. And he, he went over there and stood on the other side of the stage and he drew a picture of my hand, um, with a Sharpie on a piece of paper. And then he went, okay, now watch this. And he drew in the middle of the hand, he drew a big dot. And he said, now, I don't know if you can feel this, Cody, but this, this might be tickling your hand a little bit. And I was like, no, man, was, no, it doesn't. Um, and I was like, uh oh, I hope, I hope I'm not, I hope I wasn't supposed to like lie. I was freaking, I don't know if I told you guys about this. I was like, on stage, yeah. I was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to say oh, it I does tell. or isn't. I could tell. But it didn't hurt. I didn't, I didn't feel it. And I was like, I, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I hope this works the way he wanted it to. And then he told me to open my hand and I did. And there was a fucking dot of Sharpie on my hand. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know it. We, we talked about it later and I think we know how he did it. But, um, at the time, actual mind blown. I, I was like, uh, and I think I was pretty effed up at the time. We, <laughs> we got pretty loaded for the show. But like, if anybody had a picture of me, like seeing my hand and then turning to the crowd and going like, what? Yeah. Like, it's, I, we were, it was probably pretty adorable. We were all pretty effed up at the time because I didn't even think about recording it until after. No. Um, there yeah, was no, some, I, no lie. My I, face during the whole show was just like. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty it was awesome. Hot. Mike wants to know, should we tell him how we think he did it, or is that on cool of us? I don't no, know. No, we got to keep magic secrets. I'll, I'll maybe tell you tell you later on, Mike. Tell okay. him off It's air. a secret, Mike. There yeah. was, I think... Uh, the... We can't... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, we can't divulge the secrets of uh, the masters of magic. They'll, mm -hmm. they'll come after us. But if, the, the if cool that's it... what he did with a Sharpie, imagine what he could do with a knife or something. I don't want him Michael Myersing into my house. Um... um I think there was there was something with a bowling ball that was oh, I think the yeah. most amazing thing. Um, I mean, again, yeah. all of the these people were doing magic, and I'm just like, what the hell? I, how do you do this? We are literally sitting five feet away from you, and you where where do you pull a bowling ball out of? And what was it? He had like a tissue or a, a handkerchief essentially, and then was like, hey, there's nothing under it, and then literally a bowling ball just falls. Well, no, out it of was his... a it was a giant um, board like drawing pad. Oh and he yeah. Wrote, he was drawing me. He goes, "I'm gonna draw a picture of you," and it was bowl, again bowling ball head because you know <laughs> ball. Um, but he drew like a, a circle and then a couple of like eyes, and then uh, he goes, "That's not like you." And then he wrote bowling ball in big letters, and then put like a third dot, and then held it up, um, closed the top of it, and kind of like moved it a little bit and like angled it open so it bowed in the middle and then it dropped a bowling ball on the ground and then when he opened it back up the bowling it still said bowling ball but there was the, the ball picture was, was gone yeah fucking crazy turn the drawing into a bowling i'm glad he didn't do that in my hand i would have looked like an idiot um <laughs> but it was pretty good it was pretty good and it was a small crowd but it was good magic and it was mm -hmm. pretty fun um yeah that was a good time so we escaped from a room. We did a little magic. We lost a little money. We ate a lot of I good won food. money. A lot of really good fucking food. I won, yeah, I won like a yeah. couple hundred bucks. Mm hmm. Okay. Playing well, the blackjack. Pool day was fun. Yeah. Pool was awesome. It was hella hot, but we spent a shitload of money on delicious drinks. So, <laughs> had, uh, pretty comfortable outing. Um, yeah, that was a pretty, pretty good way to do it. 
It was a good time. I didn't know. Dan Dan's commenting in here that I apparently have had other magician experiences like this before, and I I do love magic. I'm totally into it and everything. I didn't know that that was out there. I didn't know that I had a reputation for being a sucker for magic, but I guess <laughs> I guess I do. Um, and it's I, I'll wear it. That's that's totally fine. But uh, yeah, magicians, if you want to want to get Cody pretty pumped up, take me to a magic show, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> It's where Brie Larson and I are going to go after our meet cute in Frozen yeah. Time. So I got the whole thing is coming together. Mm, wow. What oh, a lucky lady. Some, uh... You guys are going to definitely make <laughs> things appear and disappear for sure. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I was thinking we'd go out to dinner and have some pocket pulled pork. Um, but <laughs> we'll see. Uh, so, weird. That's, I think, weirdly on brand um, for Seth. You You had mentioned this last week. Um, you also got yet another interesting text message. Um, we talked a few weeks back on one that you had gotten um, that we thought might be from me, but we were able to debunk that. Um, so you get you, this is the latest in Seth's, uh, I guess Seth's spam folder. Yeah, um, we're opening up, and you got something fresh for us here. I do. I got another text oh, uh, I saw early, early on today. Um, this one doesn't seem to be. They ain't trying to fool me <laughs> about who it is. It's it seems like it's uh, some sort of service that sends messages. Um, but it says, crush alert, and then there's a colon, it says, Pamela has a crush on you, crush is capitalized. She unlocked her private photo gallery for you. Tap here to read her message and see her pics. So I decided to click the message. Um, yeah. And so uh, I opened it up and got kind of got an interesting surprise, and then I, it made me think, like, you know what? Uh, this makes a lot of sense. So Uh-oh. I do have it. I screenshotted it just to make sure that I didn't have any additional issues, but here it is. Oh, wow. Wow. That's what you want to do, huh? Did you actually get a text or did you make that whole thing up? Oh, no. I, like you can show that I, did, I, did, me. I did get a text. I don't know if you can read okay, it. The text is real. Yeah. I got for, oh, for the man. listeners. For the folks who are audio only, uh, all that was a setup for Seth to show an embarrassing photo of me on another fucking planet from college. Um, world record amount of beers drank that evening, and there's an unflattering photo of me. So hopefully the resolution on the, the, the stream isn't that great, because that's, that's not a flattering one of me. I don't often take unflattering photos, but that is one of the few that are out there. You fucker. <laughs> Turnabout's fair play, though. You remember that. You remember that. Uh, all my photos are embarrassing, so do your worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair. Fair. Um, by the way, shout out Jay Manley. Mexican Coke. That's what I got here. Got it from the Chipotle. Mexican bottled Coke. One of my faves. Chipotle. All right. So we got uh, we got some more sexy texts coming in. And uh, we, we had some, uh, some magic that has to stay in Vegas that we can't tell you about. So that's what we did this last week. So that's what did you All right, we roll on. Not a ton of time left, so we better get to a couple of reviews from this last weekend. This is What Did You Watch? What? 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 What did you watch? <laughs> All right, we got... Um, a few movies here. It was kind of a big movie weekend. Uh, like we said earlier, one of the first in a lot of them. 
uh, going into the summertime. Let's start with... Uh, <laughs> Mike V remembers the photo. That's a good comment, Mike. Uh, let's start with let's start with the new Jigsaw movie, um, Spiral from the Book of Saw. So this is Chris Rock is starring in this and is also an executive producer. Sam Jackson uh, is involved as well. <clears throat> Excuse me, and then a bunch of other people you haven't heard of. Um, so the basic plot of this one is uh, Chris Rock is a cop who is tasked with catching a um, jigsaw copycat killer. And this copycat killer is going after the cops. So he's a cop e cat killer, I guess. Oh. <laughs> and so Chris Rock is, is hot on the tail of this, um, this new potential jigsaw killer or whatever. That's the entire plot. Um, there's not much else you need to know. There's some traps in here that are new. Um, booby or no? Reasonably fresh. No booby. booby no traps? booby traps? I don't no. think there were any boobies that got trapped. There, no. I'm telling you, man. Traps. One of these has to have, like, a titty twister trap. Like, that... That's the booby been, trap. They, for, for 15, 20 years, however long this has been going on, they, they've really missed that one. <laughs> Bet money, there's somewhere, some, somewhere there is concept art of that. And oh, they, no. The studio just won't let them do it. <laughs> I think um, I think this one was just saw, like, and not in a good way. Um, you know, the the first few saws were were super awesome, especially because of the twists and things that they had along the way. This just feels like it's it's like it says in the book of saw, but like if the book of saw has a hundred stories in it, I don't think this one would probably even be in the top fifty. Like, it's just not incredibly interesting. Like the plot that they put around it. But they tried to put a plot around it, which I think was the actual mistake here. All the other Saw movies, it's just about the traps. It's just about what's going on in there. And this one tries to zoom out a little bit and show you the scope of this cop moving around the city trying to do different things. And I don't think it helped. Um, because when you show a scene of two people talking in a regular setting and then you go to like a fucking burnt out warehouse with all this shit going on, it's really jarring and not awesome. So I think the plot... the the plot wasn't there really. The acting was mediocre to subpar. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, but the traps were the traps. You know, it, it's like what you expect from Saw. So I feel like this is one where if you're already a Saw fan, go see it. Like, you want to know what's going on. Um, but it's not going to change anyone's mind. I don't think about the franchise, and I don't think it's going to necessarily bring new fans in. Um, so, am I glad I saw it? Yes. Um, but I, I have a hard time like recommending that folks go out to see this. Jared, is am, am I pretty close, or do you think any different on that? Yeah, one? no, you're you're pretty much you saw the same movie I did. Um, I did like see their saw. attempt. Yeah, you did see Saw. Um, yeah. Um, I kind of liked what they were trying to do with the cop thing, but the thing is, again, it's a Saw movie. You just are taking less of the moments that why people were going to those movies and replacing it with this cop drama or this detective story that, again, you watch it and you're like, that's the guy. Mm -hmm. And guess what? It's the guy. Um, yeah. Who knows? I mean, I know that these these movies are probably made fairly cheap um, and or they have you know have a whole ton of money from the last 18 that they've already made. So they'll probably try to either get a sequel here or reboot it somehow, um, get another requel, I guess. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I mediocre at best. Uh, if you're a Saw fan, you might like it, but I just ugh, didn't like it at all. Yeah. 
I remember I said to you, Jared, the other day, it, it's so rare for me to, because I make an active effort to not guess what's happening. Mm-hmm. But it's so ham-handed in this that I couldn't not. Like, I knew <laughs> what was going on Instantly. early. And that's not, like Seth knows, like, this is not, that's not what I do. I don't try to do it. So, like, if I saw what was going on, then I don't think you guys will have any trouble. Um, so, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, Mr. I-100 is is, is uh, similar to us. The, the funniest movie out of all of them. It did have a little bit of comedy, um, which was good. But, yeah, uh, not a lot. Not a lot new that's getting brought on. Um, but the Chris Rock, seeing Chris Rock was welcome. I don't mm-hmm. think he acted very well in this, to be completely honest with you. No. We'll see. So, Seth, you're going to want to go check this just to stay up with Saw, but uh, I wouldn't expect um, Yeah. Wouldn't I'm, expect your mind to be blown. I might wait till. Uh, Don't you be yeah. yawning on the podcast. Sorry. Now I'm going to um, yawn. Good, do it. Um, I might wait till VOD on this one um, if I don't feel like going to the theater. I, it sounds like nothing's ho- a whole you know, nothing's really lost badly by seeing it no. at home. So I don't think if you so. can get a Saturday morning so. matinee, that'd be nice. I guess no. they got to open yeah. in the mornings first. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Uh, Seth, sorry. why don't you set this next one up for us? Um, kind of in the vein of a couple movies we have liked, Unfriended and Searching. Another one of these computer screen based uh, uh, thrillers, I believe. Mm-hmm. Also, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, similar type of structure. Yep, Pulp Fiction yep. in there. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, yeah, Jared and I ch- uh, checked out, checked out, chawed out. out. We chawed out. Chawed <laughs> out. We saw. Uh, <laughs> as Cody said, uh, it's desktop based, uh, and I think we tried debating like what the what the actual genre would yeah, be. Yeah, what that genre is called. I think it's just computer screen thriller or something. Yeah, like that. something like that. Um, which actually, I think this movie was done around the same time that profile was it just hasn't come out or not profile but searching, um, searching was yep. but it just it's been um i don't know no one's picked it up i guess until mm-hmm. this point but um essentially it's that same style it takes place overall like a, a computer actually it takes place over recordings so they have like a bunch of recordings on their computer that they pull up and play um for the overall story um, but she, the main woman is a reporter. Um, she is trying to get in with a, um, uh, extremist group. Um, she meets a guy on, I think it's like essentially Tinder or something like that type Facebook. of Facebook. There we yep. go. Um, and he's a recruiter and she knows it. So, um, you know, she is basically trying to get as much information out of him as, as she can. Um, they start to develop, uh, some, a relationship type type thing going on there and so it gets really intense um as the their relationship progresses um and she gets deeper and deeper with in the this whole situation um it it gets really intense i think like we walk, both walked out and are like oh man yeah <laughs> now mm-hmm. take it take a breath um moves very very quickly um oh, I, and, very quickly yeah um, in terms of like the movies, uh, you know, I prefer. I think Searching is still the best one by far in terms of that style. Uh, but I, I was very, very entertained by this one. Um, I, I, I would check out more. Again, more. These aren't getting old to me. I really mm-hmm. like the way that these because I think you get one or two of these a year, and I think it's perfect because it's also almost like a, a Where's Waldo because you're yep. watching the stuff that's going on in the background too. Searching kind of t- 
you know teaches you that through rewatches like you can there's other plot lines going on and you can get clues and hints because i am the type of person who likes to like clues and and hints and i like to see it all come back around and play out and that type of thing um not necessarily guessing like oh this is going to happen and then get mad when it doesn't but i like when it does because it's like Mm -hmm. okay they planted the seeds for that was this earned like that type of thing judging Mm -hmm. it on that basis um and so this movie uh i think there's a lot of stuff they kind of like throw in the background some useful some not um i think it's just really well done uh so i i if you're able to check this one out definitely go i think it's it's a fun it's i wouldn't say fun because there's some um it's it's intense um it's a it's a fun ride i guess to say but um the material itself isn't necessarily fun but Mm -hmm. yeah check check this one out for sure yeah i think i was on the same page with you on this one seth and i after walking out of the theater i was like i want again what you said one or two of these a year because it it's a different viewing experience because sometimes you can go in and just kind of be like i'm watching a movie but this one again that comparison to the where's waldo is exactly how i felt because i'm paying attention to like what user this person's using and who is in mm-hmm. her rolodex who she had a call with and whatnot yeah um it's also inspired based on true events yeah that's um, right from 2014 that. um wow so it's it's pretty intense to see how someone, you know, maybe not did this exact thing, but very similar and getting in with this group and getting information. And then, like, you, there's twists and turns that you're like, oh, is it going to go this way? And then maybe it's not. And it it, it does ramp up the, in, you know, intense factor. Um, I still think, I mean, I need to go rewatch Searching. I haven't done that. And I think that one's still my favorite. But this one is pretty darn good um mm-hmm. and and again some weird thing it was it was made in 2018 went to a film festival and no one touched it until now so um make more of these hollywood these are mm-hmm. who knows how much these even cost to make but it seems fairly i mean going back to the it, it wasn't entirely that but seth what was that one we watched um on south by southwest where Violet? it was uh no 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 uh it was with the the dude from the league uh Oh, um, oh, uh, the... Duplass, Duplass. Yeah, what was that called? I don't um, know. But... Language lessons. Yes, like that kind of a movie mm, yep. where it's yep. just kind of talking on screen and stuff. Um, I like those. So mm-hmm. Hollywood, give me at least one of these a year. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, Searching is enough of a proof of concept for me. That movie's fucking. If you guys out there haven't seen Searching, it might be on like Hulu. I think I saw it re- recently. Is out there to stream. So go go and grab that one and, and watch it if you haven't seen it yet. It's very, very cool. Um, oh, yeah, that fucked me up emotionally for like half a day. I remember the mm-hmm. day I was watching that. Anyway, uh, this last movie, going back to uh, early in the podcast, we were talking about Vegas. And this next movie is set in Vegas. Um, this is a Netflix original that got a wide release this last weekend. Jared, you want to set this one up for us? Yeah, Army of the Dead. Zack Snyder zombies vegas bank heist batista zombie tiger explosions twist turns that's it baby boom <laughs> we got it um i don't know this 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 movie felt like hey this is the beginning of summer blockbuster season um this was a great one to go into had a fun time with it. i mean cody you saw it too right in vegas like you were you were like in the movie you probably were like mm. You turned and you saw yourself in the movie while it was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, That's pretty cool. 
Yeah, I don't know. It was it was fun. I don't know if there's anything mm-hmm. amazing about it. It was just big, dumb action zombie, mm-hmm. uh, some fun bits. Uh, Tig is it Tig Nataro? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's awesome. Again, uh, if people don't know, she replaced uh, Chris D'Elia in the movie. You can't tell at all, and mm-hmm. that character is a is great. Probably mm-hmm. one of the best characters in the movie. So. Mm-hmm. I had a great time with it. I'm curious what, uh, Cody, you felt about it. Seth, I was with you, but you can give your thoughts. Mm-hmm. I thought the cheese curds were awesome. Yeah, you did get fist deep in two, <laughs> two Dunkaroos of ranch there with your cheese curds. Mm. Double cheek in it like you're getting ready for winter. That's what I'm fucking mm-hmm. talking about. <laughs> I, uh, I, didn't know, I didn't know about the Chris D'Elia part, but I can say with damn near certainty, I would have hated Chris D'Elia in the same role. Um, I liked Tig, but I, ooh, Chris D'Elia, and the type of character with his face on it, that would have just annoyed the shit out of me. Anyway, <laughs> um, super fun. I actually saw this off strip. So when I, when I got done seeing the movie, I drove back onto strip and seeing just like the panoramic view of Vegas after having seen it be completely fucking destroyed, um, was fun. It was kind of cool. I was talking to my cab driver about that part, um, Big, loud, dumb fun is a really good way to summarize this. I like Batista in this, Dave Batista. Um, again, this is another one of those. Nobody's winning an Academy Award for this movie, but it was it did what it was intended to do. The one thing I will say is they probably could have cut about twenty minutes out of it. Um, <laughs> it was two and a half hours long, and that's because Zack Snyder doesn't know how to edit. And there was I started to count. <laughs> there was at least I think three, maybe four scenes where they played an entire song. And showed like people, people doing like something. gearing up or yep. whatever. No dialogue, just a whole fucking song, like the hallelujah sex scene in Watchmen. They had a bunch of those. They weren't sex scenes, but um, that was weird. I was like, someone get this guy a fucking well, editor or something. He could have done way less of this. But I liked everything I got. I, I didn't end up being upset that it was that long. Um, yeah. I liked everything they did. There's some genuinely scary shit that happens mm-hmm. in this, but most of it's just like awesome masculine fucking energy, and that's what I was looking for that day. So it was good. Yeah. I, uh, I echo a lot of the sentiments. Um, I, I'm happy that Batista got to lead a movie. I, I think he, he does well enough in his movies. He does, he does the job. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, he's not the best actor in the world. And maybe, you know, maybe he keeps working on smaller roles and things and, you know, keeps working towards like, you know, that, that part of the acting. But in this, he does exactly what he needs to do. I think this is a good audition for like a gears of war, uh, movie. Um, you know, for him playing. Hey, thank you so much, dude, for the super Woo! chat. Keeping the lights yeah, on around what were here, you watching? dude. Shouts out, love it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Appreciate it, sir. Um, but uh, I think this is a good audition for him for doing like a Gears of War movie or something like that. I think that'd be really yeah. cool. So, because I'd seen that they were talking about that, or he wanted mm-hmm. to do it or something. So he's been pushing for that for a long time. Mm-hmm. They but, offered him a. I think they offered him a part in Fast and Furious a handful of years ago, yeah. and he said, I don't want it. Make Gears. I want to be in that. Um, so I guess th- I agree with you, though, Seth. I think there's enough in here that would translate well to Gears, mm-hmm. um, including some of the zombie shit, because they're not too different from the enemies in Gears of and War. I, so. I, that was the other I thing. is I, I really liked the zombies in this, too. Mm-hmm. Um, they, mm-hmm. I think... Yes, there might have been some flawed logic at times with the zombies in terms of how they they act and things, but they you actually without them saying any words, you got a story out of the zombies and like kind of motivations and and mm-hmm. like how they work and all that stuff, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, plus, uh, zombie with a cape is pretty dope. Yeah, <laughs> so, hell yeah, man. 
Give me that cape, baby. <laughs> One thing I will say that I connected to like days later was the opening is the exact same opening generally as <clears throat> Eight Legged Freaks. I, I see. I don't know if I could. Oh. I would never notice I don't know that. I don't even know if I yeah. watched that movie. I probably yeah. never will because it's fucking about yeah, spiders. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do it. You know what's funny is I think... I don't know if this is a spoiler or not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not say this because I'm afraid it'll be a spoiler for some people in the chat. But mm. I have a one-sentence take on this movie that I think is dead the fuck on. I'll tell you guys about it later. Um, anyway... Um, that is Army of the Dead. It's getting a recommend from us. Uh, when you get a chance to watch it on Netflix, it's a recommend. But if you can get to the theater and see this, I don't know if that's even an option anymore. If so, do it. It is made to be big and loud, and it's super fun to take it in that way. So, Yeah, if you're wanting to watch it on Netflix, uh, it's on there in four hours. There you go. Four hours. Do the countdown. Um, we better we better get done with this show before that comes along. Um, yeah. Before we get out of What Did You Watch, though... Uh, Jared, you wanted to highlight uh, a Netflix series that is back for season two. Oh, yeah. I can just talk about it quick. It's season two of Love, Death, and Robots, I believe it is. Robots? And, um, I mean, if you liked the first season, you're going to enjoy this one. I mean, it's bite-sized, kind of like eight to maybe 15-minute uh, animated episodes of stuff. Um, there's one where it's kind of technology's taken over, an interesting one where a guy gets off a train and gets lost in tall grass. Uh, one where it's like this sci-fi planet where a guy has like healing powers. Like some of them I'm like, I would love to see kind of a fleshed out fuller thing. But then again, I think that that's the allure to these, um, that they're short, they're bite size. Um, I still in my brain remember the first season being a little bit more superior to this one. Um, there was some duds in this one, but, uh, it's fun. I mean, again, it's quick. You turn on an episode or two, boom, bam, you're good. Thank so you, man. Check ma it out, people. Yep. And also, Jay, thank you for the donation, yeah. my man. Um, any plans to check out the Dew Tour nice. downtown? I heard that they were here. Um, they're doing the last qualifying rounds before um, the Olympics, I believe. Um, I might have to do that this weekend. Is it to see who can chug the most Mountain Dew in the world? <laughs> no. Do you know what it is? <laughs> the Dew Tour? I think it's no. like, is it like oh, it's skateboarding. Sports? Skateboarding? Yeah, it's skateboarding yeah. because oh. skateboarding, I think this is the first year that it's in the Olympics. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. So I might go hang out with Tony Hawk this weekend, fellas. There you go. Man. Yeah. Get some birdhouse gear. The next, uh, next Spider-Man might be over there working on his kickflips. There you go. Wow. Shouts out Jay Manley. Appreciate the super chat, my brother. Thank you very much. Um, let's see. That's all of our movies. So Love, Death, Robox, Robots, uh, Robots is on Netflix, along with Army of the Dead. Both of those getting a recommendation. Profile is in theaters getting a recommendation. Spiral, uh, you can go see it if you want to. Um, that's going to do it this week for What Did You Watch? What? 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 What did you watch? All right, folks. Well, we are um, we're out of time and just about done with this episode. But before we go, as usual, we got to leave you with one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. My one more thing is um, I am going to come clean to you all as a person who is an absolute fucking sucker for social media ads. Oh no! Uh, it occurred to me this morning. I spent. <laughs> probably about 250 bucks last month on things that I saw online as like 
how I was introduced to them. Um, Cody, they have now, you now. There's another, and I shouldn't have said it out loud because they're just going to keep sending the shit, but it's two things. One is um, it's, a, it's a whole system of like um, skincare, hair care, uh, products and things like that called Bevel. And I saw it because it was on um, Leslie Odom Jr. did a, a GQ video on YouTube where he was talking about like his essential things. And one of the things that he had was his shaving kit from Bevel. And I went and bought everything they fucking have on their store. Um, the first thing I bought was just like face wash and stuff. But then I was like, this works and it's cool. So I'll use more of their stuff. So I have all of their stuff. And then just this last week I bought, this was way more of an impulsive purchase, but I bought um, some Fabletics uh, workout gear. Oh, nice. Because um, Kevin Hart is sponsoring it on Instagram. And I've just seen so many ads. And finally, one day, it was like two for $25 shorts. And I just clicked on it. And now I fucking have a bunch of Fabletics gear. So I, I don't know why I bring this up other than to just admit it to the world. So hopefully I can fix myself. Um, but I am the guy. I am the reason why they keep doing targeted ads. Because they work on motherfuckers like me. I'll admit it. <laughs> um, yeah, man. They've got you. You're on a list now. And they are just going to send you stuff constantly. you got to burn it all down and start new. Um, my one more thing, it's not really a one more thing. It's just that I have, uh, I, I need to like learn to, I guess, relax. Obviously we went on vacation. It was fun and everything like that. Getting back from vacation, you know, you want to kind of decompress. Um, no, Seth, after you left, I instantly mowed the lawn, did three loads of laundry, unloaded the dishwasher, uh, filmed a few things and then watched a movie I had to do. (laughs) <laughs> instead of relaxing so i have Good grief i think i have an addiction to not necessarily working but in my brain it's the sims bars and when they're getting low i need to fill them back up like laundry oh and then fill it back up or decrease it however the sims works um so maybe i need to actually just not do anything for a couple days <laughs> it's a hard thing to do you have to you have to actively one of the things I've learned is you have to actively attempt to relax and it's not always easy. So, mm-hmm. but if your apartment ends up clean at the end of the day, that's not so bad. either. Yeah, exactly. Um, my one more thing is, uh, I, on the plane, um, at least the plane right out, um, didn't have any, uh, I don't have like a tablet or laptop to bring on the plane with me to watch movies. So lately the last few flights I've taken, could watch stuff on my phone, but it's getting a little old and it gets hot and the battery dies. So I listen to have been listening to audiobooks on the plane, and I recently um, picked up uh, Seth Rogen's audiobook called Yearbook. Um, this one is awesome. Uh, it's a little bit shorter. Uh, I think it's only about six hours total. Um, but what it does better than any other, I guess, autobiography or is it biography? Which one do they write? Is it biography that they write? Autobiographies. Autobiography. Okay. Um, so he reads pretty much all of it, but then also there, I think, and I think how the book is written, there are almost like scenes that he writes out of like, um, him as a kid, like he talks about him watching um, TV with his grandpa. And so he has someone play his grandpa and someone play him as young Seth Rogen and, um, have like his grandma, uh, you know, have someone play her. So he has like characters as he's talking about certain situations and scenes, um, things like that. He has like actual actors come in there. Even like Billy Joel, he talked about one of uh, or Billy Idol, Billy Idol, um, Billy Idol song, Moni Moni. Um, 
he actually is in there and sings part of that song in the audiobook, like actually Billy Idol. So it's really, really cool. Um, and there's some like background music and things like that. All on top of all that, it's hilarious. It's it it's super funny. Um, these stories are crazy, and um, I mean, I'm only just to the point where he starts to get on freaks and geeks. So I'm about a third of the way through. Um, and just the stories he tells about like him as a kid, like it's almost like a super bad prequel because that's based around his life. Um, so it's, it's cool to hear those stories about those, you know, those kids and how stupid they were and how that translated into becoming who he is now. So I'd recommend this one for sure. If you have audible, check out, uh, check out your book. If you like Seth Rogen. Fuck. Yeah. That's a good audiobook recommendation there. Uh, sponsored, of course, by audibletrial.com slash SoCo. Get over there. You can get that one for free. Free! Waka waka. Um, Mike, and, Mike and Kyle shouting out uh, Project Hail Mary in the chat. I, I mentioned, I think, on a couple weeks ago, I, I have a copy of this. I have not started it yet. But since you guys are both enjoying it, I'm putting it in the queue. I'll, I'll crack it open this weekend. Um, so looking forward to that. Jared, looks like you got some weekend plans. You and Abby are going to go get some pedicures so you can... Uh, decompress a little bit that's gonna be a nice yeah i might have nice. to i know that uh yeah i got weekends free now <laughs> <laughs> uh it's good to get a petty every now and then um jay and others saying that i i think i think you guys have a good idea here i need to do uh become a spokesmodel and start selling you guys some things here on the show um i did abby had mentioned uh she thought i was gonna buy women's leggings i i did buy the women's leggings but i also bought some men's ones um so some of both there um but i didn't know that fabletics had men's stuff and kevin hart told me either anyway that's besides the point um buying new swag from instagram we're listening to uh seth rogan's audiobook and relaxing all weekend that's going to do it for this week's one more thing but i'm down to one more, one more thing that's gonna do it for episode 196 of the soco show want to big give a big shout out to our audience this evening who's joined us live on the J-Buck Studios YouTube Live. page. Shouts out to all of you for joining the conversation in the uh, in the comments. As always, it's been a real blast having you. Um, Want to thank all of our sponsors as well as our anchor wankers. Really appreciate Wanker. all of y'all contributing to the show in various ways, helping us keep it going and growing. As always, we hope you'll share this episode out with some friends, help us grow the party a little bit for next time. Um, don't forget to hit that like button while you're here on YouTube. And also, don't forget to set your calendar, set up a reminder, do whatever you got to do to join us on Thursday, excuse me, Thursday, <laughs> June 17th, episode 200 <gasps> of the SoCo Show. Lots of big time shit is in store that we cannot wait to share with you. Um, and we're hoping to have some, uh, we're hoping to have some new music for you as well. Glizzy's for Breakfast, we hope we'll have premiered and hit number one as well. So all of those things. We appreciate y'all for joining us um, back in seven days with an audio-only episode 197. But for now, oh, I almost I almost cut you there, Jared. JB <laughs> Shorts channel just dropped in the chat. Click the link there. Don't miss out on Jared's shorts. Um, if you're not on TikTok, you're missing out on a lot of that short-form content. You can get it right now on the JBuck Shorts channel, which is not this channel. So make sure you get both, um, and then you can keep up with yeah. everything JBuck. Am I missing anything, Jared? Nope, that is it. Uh, basically, just started. Didn't want to flood this channel with a bunch of small form stuff, so jump over there. Yeah. Bite-sized content every single day. 
And then um, you also can go to the, um, if you don't want to go to the J-Bucks shorts channel, you can go to the J-Bucks underwear channel, and that's uh, his OnlyFans. So. Yeah, I actually do try-on videos where I go and buy a bunch of stuff. You know, Fabletics is now on the list, and I try mm-hmm. it on for you. Um, patrons uh, get the full nude version, but I mm-hmm. will have to um, be upfront with you. My basement's very cold. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. true. Way to get ahead of that one. Way to get ahead of that one, Paul. <laughs> All your uh, all your OnlyFans subscribers are like, please show me your dick. Oh yeah, sell them a forty dollars. They're getting all that. three inches of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, again, thanks, folks. <laughs> Don't miss JB on? Shorty on uh, on on YouTube. <laughs> Coming soon. Thanks again for joining us, and that's gonna wrap up episode one ninety six. So for the bro host Jared Buckendall and the so host Seth Ott. I've been the co-host, Cody Michael, and we will see you next week. Bye.